Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Okay, I'm ready, whenever. Okay, here we go. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. And we got Fred. I'm awake. Yes, he's awake. <laughs> he's, he's awake. On. This is episode number 100. Oh, my God. 100. Yes. I've been here for like five. And I don't know who named this, but I like it. It says, oh, my God, we've hit 100 episodes episode. So well, I think it was you. I, th- I, don't, I don't name this. There's several episodes in there. There's episode 100. Oh, my God, we hit 100 episodes episode. <laughs> I've only <laughs> named like one episode and it was Kevin and Planks. I think. I don't know. Yeah, or, yeah that was yours. Yeah. Or <laughs> the history of RC. <laughs> the one everybody snored through. Wait, wait, can, can I say like this? Oh my god, we hit 100 episodes. <laughs> no? That doesn't work? Okay, I don't know. <laughs> OMG! No, that doesn't work either? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, Alright, all right, let's go back to... Jersey Valley oh my god, Girl. <laughs> Jersey Valley Girl. Wow, Jersey Valley Girl, okay. Wow. <laughs> That's a new one. I've never been called that one before. Anyways, let's uh, let's see how everyone's week been. Who wants to go first? I know how Fred's week been, or what? week has been. I, I think Fred's having technical difficulties. We can't hear <laughs> what he's saying, so we'll just skip what, his section. Can't... No. <laughs> I don't know. Should we save Fred for last? Yeah, let's save Fred for last, because I, I want him to go over all of it. Well, yeah. considering that the first line is, of Kevin's uh, planned <laughs> statement is, shut up, Fred. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Did I steal your thunder? Go ahead. Well, I was just getting you back for one or the other times. <laughs> All right, let me go first, I guess, because I don't really have much written here. I don't really remember what we did. I know we flew on Saturday. <laughs> we had a club fun fly. Uh, what was it? The summer's over fun fly? Yeah, end of season, summer's over fun fly. Yeah. Something like that. And surprisingly, it was a pretty nice turnout. I, I don't even know how many pilots there were, but there were a lot of members I haven't seen in a while flying. Yeah. Even Anthony came out. Yes, Anthony Garcia. Yeah. That guy. And he flew quads. <laughs> and he flew quads. But he was like, oh, oh, I'm not selling the 700 KC. I'm going to fly. I'm like, okay, cool. The way you imitated him <laughs> kind of makes me think you don't think he's actually going to do it. No, I don't think he's going to do it. I think I think what's going to happen is he's going to be like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go fly. I'm going to buy the Synergy 516. I'm going to build that. I'm going to get this going. And he's going to be like... Oh, it's kind of cold. Yeah, the winter's hit already. Hmm. Yeah, I'll save it for the spring. Springtime comes <laughs> around. It's it's full. Wah, wah. Quads wee, wee. flying around. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna do it. Well, it was funny because he said, "I'm gonna, you know, start flying helis again in the fall." And I'm like thinking, "It's fall, dude. It's fall. <laughs> yeah, right." <laughs> but no, that's that's cool. So yeah, yeah, we'll see. You know, maybe I'm talking shit so he can prove me wrong, huh? Yeah, uh, Anthony. Yeah, prove me wrong. Uh, what did I do? Oh, let me talk about the the fun fly, at least for the scale heli that I, I flew. Um, so I made it my scale heli. Yeah. And surprisingly, it went really well. <laughs> First flight took off. Retracts weren't working. So I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird. Retracts aren't working, but all right. It's flying. It's flying. Uh, you know, I have no idea what I'm doing. It's boring as hell. It's flying. I'm turning. It's flying. Now, it wasn't too bad. Um, 
It didn't look boring. No, no, it wasn't that bad. I was, I was whipping it around, you know, I was giving a nice 45 degree bank as I, as I come around and stuff and probably a little bit more aggressive. (laughs) Yeah. You weren't flying at scale. I was going to say, but, uh, it definitely looked amazing, dude. Yeah. It looked great in the air. Um, you know, and and I I was kind of testing out the the rates and stuff, and I probably I'm probably gonna turn it down. I'm probably gonna just kind of um, make it a little bit more lax and add a little more expo and and kind of turn it down. Right now, it's the neo is just on whatever default um, setting it is for scale heli. Did you know that the neo has a setting for scale helis? No, I did not. Yeah. So so when I programmed it, I set it for scale heli and and whatever defaults it took from there. So. The second flight was much better. I second flight, I was able to. I got the retracts working. The server connector basically just popped off the extension, so I got that going. Um, nice. With the with the the retracts going up, that looked really cool. Like the helicopter actually looked proper in the air, you know. So so that was really cool to uh, you know to get that going. Yeah, dude. At one point, I think I came up and I said, "You got about five or six old dudes behind you with their mouths open, just watching." Yeah. <laughs> And Is it was true? cool. Really? It was impressive. Yeah. Yeah. There was, oh, a, nice. there was a bunch of mouth breathers behind you <laughs> awesome. watching that thing. And it looked great, man. I saw it like rise above, above the canopy at one, one of the flights uh-huh. I had. And yeah, it just looked awesome, man. The lights were working. The retracks were working. Yep. It's that was impressive to see something that's that large, you know, that scale. Yeah. I mean, it's a 700 size, but because it's the nose is so long, it feels like an 800 to me. Yeah, and the tail has that little extension piece. Yep, it has that little pointy bit in the end. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but even Rob was like, you know, try to do a skill takeoff where you kind of um, roll forward a little and as you take off. And I was able to do that even with the the little foamy wheels that are all kind of flat spotted. But, yeah, it was awesome. I'm actually pretty excited. I want to uh, put some more hours onto that, to that uh, helicopter. I want to kind of section off where the mechanics is to where the cockpit is and that way i can like start building up like a the scale interior um i don't know where to buy any of that stuff so if any of our listeners have any ideas where i can find um you know scale interior things i don't know the instrument panels and the seats and yokes or any of that stuff um for a 700 size scale heli uh let me know rc aerodyne Maybe. Yeah, I kind of checked the RCR dime and I didn't really see much. I mean, because I don't know what actual scale fuselage frame this is. Uh-huh. I don't know what company. It's not fun key because I looked at their Augusto uh, 109 and it's definitely not that. So I don't know. I'm just going to basically look for, I guess, Vario and RCR dime. Really the only two companies I know and see what they have available for the 109 in this size and then kind of just retrofit it. And see what I could do. So I mean, cool. I'll, I'll probably do that over the winter time. You know, that's gonna be kind of ongoing. But yeah, I'm I'm in no rush of selling it. So that's a surprise to me. Me too. <laughs> yeah. And then let's see, what else did I do? I got a set of three thousand two BKs for my oxy. I have another helicopter. I've I've uh, I haven't. I'm gonna be buying shortly. And that's going to be a, it's kind of a surprise. So I don't want to really talk too much about it, but um, hopefully I'll have that over the winter to build and, and get that going. Let's see. Is that it? Yeah, that's about it for me. I'll let you. Uh, I think I might know what that surprise is. I know you do. <laughs> I think I told you. Yep. So, um, yeah. But Kevin, why don't you go? All right, man. 
like you said, we went to uh, the field on Saturday, man. We had our end of season fun fly, and it was one of the best times I've had at the field, you know, with with all the guys, man. It was great to see everybody. All our regular guys were there, except for Ricky Cricky. We didn't see him, but uh, all the other guys were there, man. And the first thing I said when I got out of the Jeep was, where the hell have you guys been all summer? <laughs> We've had some killer days, and now everybody shows up at the end of season mm-hmm. event. But uh, it was cool, man. We had three different like event challenges that Mike put uh, put together. One was a streamer cut. One was show us something cool, and the last one was show us your best trick. And I got a chance to enter. I entered all three of those. I entered the streamer cut with the Sukhoi. I showed off my 6S Vigan, flew that around, and then uh, I did my best trick with the Sukhoi. <laughs> and I gotta I gotta give Which my is buddy. Awesome. I got to give my buddy Devin um, a, a big thanks because um, I wanted to do a tail drag uh, on the runway, you know, inverted, come in and drag the tail. So the first attempt that I tried, and they give you two minutes, you know, Mike was Mike was pretty loose with everything. And he was just like, yeah, you got two minutes, you know, to show us your best trick. So I'm like, all right. And I've done this twice before. Once was really quick. And the other the last time I did it, I was like, okay, I think I'm getting the hang of this. So I went around inverted and I came down and I actually like landed inverted. I didn't drag it. I was just going way too fast when I came in. I first I looked at Devin and I was like, you know what? I, I probably still have a minute left. And he was like, hold on. I'll run down. He ran down there and he grabbed the, the, the airplane and flipped it back over. And I took off again. And then that's when I came around nice and slow, like I was going to land and I just dragged that tail for, I don't know, a little ways, maybe th- yeah, three, a four feet. feet. Yeah. And then took off again. And then came around and slammed it into the ground as <laughs> my yeah. like grand finale, <laughs> and yep. uh, not nose in or anything, but just uh, broke the wheels off again. And Mike, the president, was like, "That plane will not die." <laughs> Every time I fly that thing, he's like, "Do you think you got your money's worth out of it?" I'm like, "Yeah, I right. think so." But that was cool, man. And I, I kind of got lucky cutting the streamer with with that plane. I kind of just did like a barrel roll behind the guy who was pulling the the streamers around and kind of whipped up and caught one but it was it was just a lot of fun man it was great to see everybody out there i took it kind of easy i flew the oxy and i flew my 690 but um it was cool he had it broken up you know heli's a half an hour and then planes a half an hour and i don't think anybody had a bad time i mean what did we pay it was like five bucks i think for members yeah. and yep th- we got food too they cooked and, and everything was cooked for hamburgers food, yeah. and hot dogs i mean yeah mm-hmm. it was it was amazing man it was a good time it was fantastic, dude. And then on Sunday, I fixed the nitro in and out of taking service calls and stuff that I had going on. Nice. So is it ready to go? I fixed my nitro heli. Yeah, it put everything back together, put the motor back together. Um, you know, spun it a little bit, and everything seems free. Seems like it'll it'll fire up. And uh, then I decided I was going to rip apart a nitro plane that I got, the one I was working on that I did the covering on. Mm-hmm. And I found. What happened, I had to pull the fuel tank out. It's kind of weird. The fuel tank kind of goes through the firewall a little bit, and that's where the the plastic, uh, I guess, compression fitting is for the tank itself. It has the two little brass lines going through. Yeah, it's usually like a little rubber stopper compression fitting. Yeah, that kind of goes through the firewall a little bit on this oh, model. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so I took that I took that out, and uh, it, I found what was the problem. It was one of those, the brass tubes broke so that's why my gas was like spewing out and i wasn't getting any pressure at mm-hmm. one point yep, that would do it. 
but I decided I was going to take the motor part, um, just take a look at things and clean it up or whatever, you know, because when that nitro gets old, it gets like orangey, you know, and it smells, it has like a turpentine smell to it almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wanted to just clean that up and clean that out. So I did that. Nice. Looking forward to maybe flying that one day. Yeah. <laughs> the only other thing I did was worry about this damn episode 100 and what we were going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know what we're going to talk about, but <laughs> uh, I got a few things. Cool. So, Fred, what have you been up to? Yes, let's hear it. Oh, I haven't really done much with uh, any RC. I I did fly my plane once on, uh, oh, I think it was Wednesday night. Maybe Thursday night. I had, took Only my little night fire. Yeah, Wednesday night. Yeah. And I, I haven't flown really much since. Um, I did go to an event. I was waiting for the punchline. Yeah. yeah a little, <laughs> little event down in Central Florida called uh, Flight Fest South. Nice. Awesome first yeah. year. Yeah, it, it was awesome, man. I, I I enjoyed it more than any other event I've been to, and that's including the Flight Fest up in Ohio. No really? way. Yeah. Now. Well, that's probably because you weren't volunteering. Not being the volunteer coordinator might have had something to do with it. Sure. Um, yeah. you know, How's Andre? I, 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 was, I was awful this trip. Poor Andre. I, I, you know, <laughs> I didn't sign up as a volunteer. I didn't follow any sort of volunteer schedules. I did a bunch of work, but <laughs> not, not that I was asked to do. They did put me into registration for a little while, but mostly what I did, I spent a lot of time at the uh, camp, uh, the uh, not the camp store, sorry, uh, the the store tent, working the floor, and that was awesome, man. I tell you, I met more people, and made more friends doing that than if I'd been out walking the flight line. Um, moms, dads, and kids coming in looking for their first plane and wanting to know how to set it up and uh, customer support with tech issues and bringing them over and working with Ian on it. Ian, I, I, I got to meet more of the, the new crew, so to speak, with flight tests, and those guys are awesome. Yeah. Nice. As good as always. I mean, those guys, and, and they've only gotten better. Um, you can really see that the teams mesh together well. Uh, parenthood suits them. They're, they're, I mean, there's just something different about them. I was I was thoroughly impressed, but the two new guys, Ian and Matt, they're hilarious. And uh, Jeremy, <laughs> he he, uh, he, if you've seen my pictures from the trip, you'll you'll see these guys. I mean, I just had a blast with them. Background Bob was there with his wife, uh, Linda. Uh, Background smacked, Bob. Yep she she uh, she introduced herself basically by hitting me in the head, <laughs> uh, and and it 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 only got better from there. It wasn't a whole lot of flying for me at the event. I, I spent a lot of time doing, you know, the work type stuff, and and th- and that was what made the trip awesome. Uh, I, I helped out in the STEM tent for a little while with some high schoolers that were there, and the mm-hmm. two girls I was working with, they 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 were awesome. I, I won't elaborate. There was there was so much to talk about that it it almost deserves its its own episode. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but the uh, I, I I helped people maiden. Their planes that they had just built, moms were just, there were several moms there with their kids that they were just so excited to see their, their child interested in something and, and building something on their own and then watching the, the, the excitement of success of flight. And uh, that, that was inspiring. Um, this one kid did trick me pretty good, whether he meant to or not, I don't know. They had had some trouble with the little Corsair he built, the little Mighty Mini Corsair, mm-hmm. and came to the store and asked for some assistance. And so, we swapped out the prop for him, took him out, and he wanted me to test flight. He said that the person that flew it before me said it was squirrely. And so 
you know, having it been flown, I didn't really do some of my pre-check like I should have. Launched oh, no. the thing. Oh, yeah. Gave it, throttle, thro- gave it throttle, threw it in the air, and gave it some up elevator and went, bam, right in the ground. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, nice. at that point, and at that point, the kid looks at me and says, oh, yeah, uh, that was reversed. Oh, you think? <laughs> <laughs> so, no big deal, man. Big deal. Told the mom, we're going to go to the build tent, grab some propellers to make up for it. Oh, then I got the kid good, though. I uh, grabbed a set of pink propellers. <laughs> nice. He was a little embarrassed about it, and he, he started to say something about it. And I said, don't worry about it, man. If your friends will give you crap about having an airplane with pink propellers, ask them where their RC airplane is. Mm-hmm. So he's already ahead of the game. He's cool with them because he's, he's got an RC airplane. They don't. Oh, Fred. Yeah. But uh, we got it squared away, and then I, I went back out to give it a test flight, and it was like just it was twilight. Sunset had already happened. And uh, there was no lights on this little tiny speedy plane. Threw it up in the air, uh, did a little trimming on it, and it flew awesome. And it it was like on rails. I couldn't believe it. This plane was butchered together by this kid. It's clearly his first build. But it flew awesome once we got it trimmed out. And uh, he was eager to fly it. But I said, no, man, no. Let's let's be happy with it as it is. (laughs) Go go crash where I'm not around. Um, But wait till daylight. (laughs) Wait till daylight. And yeah. he, he was, he actually, he was good with that. So, but I mean, and the mom, I mean, she was just thrilled. This kid, you know, he, 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 he took the setbacks well. And, uh, you know, heck, might be at that age or me, you know, now. Um, if I was crashing a plane, I'd probably be more upset than he was. Uh, <laughs> but he was, I mean, the, the, it was one after another after another of just awesome experiences with folks between the crew and, the, the 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 guests and and the volunteers and uh it it was awesome i mean the whole thing was just awesome so were you a volunteer or anything or you you were just doing your own thing kind of going around in this tent and that tent i was freelance volunteering that's awesome man oh it was it was so now don't get me wrong um i i i wanted to to give back and i, I kind of feel a little guilty to Poor Andre for not actually signing up and taking fixed schedules, but where I was free ranging, I could go where I saw the need instead of you know being assigned right. somewhere where you know you had too many people and and you're stuck yeah. there because that's where you're assigned. Um, like I said, if I heard that there was an issue with registration, I'd run over there and and they had that pretty well handled. You only needed two people at that one, and then you know, like I said, the store really needed it because it wasn't overly busy, but the people in there had a lot of questions. Try. And uh, I, I try to, I mean, I, I literally at one point I'm eating a, 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 a thing was a hamburger and I have it in my mouth taking a bite and someone <laughs> comes up and wants me to go help them with something. Nice. Took the That's bite, cool. put, it, put it down on the plate, went over and helped them. That's what I get for eating lunch in, in the store. Uh, <laughs> so but, how many uh, people were there? Were there? Is it a lot of numbers or what would you no, say? No, I don't think it was a lot. I didn't. I, I don't know what the official number is, but it was just right. That's cool. The crowd was just right. I mean, too many more people. The parking would have been a problem, or the camping sites would have been an mm-hmm. issue. It, it wasn't so busy that it was crowded. I mean, there was the build tents stayed busy. Man, the build tents were busy till uh, we had a. Um, they always are. We had yeah. a cop doing like overnight security, and he he was like, "Man, they, they were building right up to the time they shut the generators off." I said, "Yeah, that's how they do it." Mm-hmm. Um, there was some interesting creative builds there. Not not like multiple huge ones, but just lots of little interesting things. Um, oh, I, I need to, I need to say, um, 
I, I did meet somebody that was awesome. Uh, and I'm going to make sure I, I get his name right. I think it was, I think it's Griff Flyer. He's on the forums, G R I F F. Now, the funny thing is, okay, so I, we, Josh and I are walking around checking things out. So I've seen his, his stuff on the flight test forums before. And I, I assumed he was someone older. He's, he's a younger kid. And, his builds are phenomenal. He is doing some awesome stuff with foam board. And so talking to him, I, I was kind of impressed. Well, I, I'm over at the, um, the the kind of the little vendor tent area. Mm-hmm. And the, the guy that, that owns or runs uh, Heads Up RC, I thought he was kind of hinting that he'd like me to fly a plane for him as a demo. Um, he was putting together this little biplane. And I think, yeah, you know, I, I could. I mean, I, I'm somewhat affiliated with flight tests and that might not be appropriate to you know do that um but i think it'd be more appropriate to have a young man that was there at the event or a young woman if i found one uh but just a young person do the demo for him that that i thought would be capable and so i asked the kid if he'd do it and uh he he was willing to try it and so uh we get up on the flight line they get the cameras out no pressure on the poor kid and <laughs> uh, he flies the plane and uh, he's, he's a little nervous with it at first. It was breezy and it was a little tiny lightweight. It's like the, uh, I don't know if you remember the old slow bite or the stunt mm-hmm. bite. Yeah. Um, it was a miniature version of that. And so it got bounced around the wind some, but he, he flew it like a champ man. And, uh, he started to get more comfortable and starting to do a little bit more of the stunty stunts and, and getting pretty good with it. He got a full flight in, brought it in, landed it. And I asked him, I said, man, what'd you think? He said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him that at, at, at the, you know, don't tell the, the heads up RC guy that. And so we bring it back to him and, and the guy, he, uh, he, he asked him, well, how'd you like? He said, it was good. And he says, do you want it? And he's like, um, he didn't know what to say. And so the guy says, it's yours here. Thanks for flying for me. It's yours. And so he, he, he took it. We put a receiver in it for him that would match his radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I think he did. And uh, I talked to him a little bit later. I said, you know, did you fly it again? He says, yeah. I said, did you like it better? He says, yeah, I trimmed it out and did some things to it, and it flew much better. So he's he's really happy with it now. Oh, that's cool, oh, that's but, cool. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, like I said, man, it's it's the, the event was one story like that after another. I mean, it's just – and the more I talk about it, the more I remember, and the, you know, because it's just this big blur of several awesome days. Man, it was such a – what a difference from any other event I've been to. I mean, you know, because I go up to, like, the Huckaween and – the people right. there are cool and and uh but i think i honestly i think volunteering at that event the way i did you know the the direct hands-on like like i think building uh helping in the build tent would be amazingly rewarding i had a ton of fun doing the registration because you know you know me and, and and my sense of humor um so well unfortunately so did every single person coming into the uh <laughs> when i got them uh i was in i was walking on welcoming them to the bake show and I uh, was asking what kind of uh, nice baking, baking were they interested in and mm-hmm. just making up different events that they, you know, were coming to that weren't actually flight fest. And, you know, it, 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 were, it went well because, man, I saw those people the rest of the event and they were awesome. They, you know, they invite me over to see what they're building or, they, you know, they wanted me to see when they were test flying something and that wanted me to come out there with them. Like I said, I could go on for a whole, whole podcast telling one story after another. It was awesome. I strongly recommend if you go to an event like that, go ahead and sign up as a volunteer. Go out and do something because I, I honestly would have been bored otherwise. 
I got to meet more people and got to talk to them and, and, and inter- interact with them way better than I would if I was just like, you know, sneaking up onto them at, at their tent, you know? Yeah. Uh, it was definitely rewarding to be on the volunteer side, not on the volunteer coordinator side. Nice. So, now I heard a rumor that there was a Nick Simpson sighting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, a, and I, I tried to kill him. Uh, you tried to kill him. Um, that's a story for, for another time. I'm All saving right. it. I'm saving that story. Why? Be, it's the hundredth episode. Come on. I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be recording with the uh, community cast, the FT community cast on Sunday. So I'll save that story when I'm on there with him. But uh, yeah, I, uh, I I almost took poor Nick from this world. Was it intentionally or unintentionally? I'm I'm gonna say unintentional, and I'm sticking with that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, maybe not as exciting of a story as you seem to. Have think it is right now but i'm not gonna tell anyone that because i want them to listen to it on the uh on the podcast i saw a picture of josh bixler signing his shirt and pat from the ft community cast commented oh great we'll never hear the end of this or something he commented we're oh, never yeah, gonna yeah, live yeah. with yeah. nick his, his head was now. definitely stalled after that i'm sure yeah uh, nah he uh <laughs> that's cool though yeah nice. josh was awesome man that I, I tell you i'm well i hope he got some sleep this time yeah. i'm not sure i know they left late every night to go back to the hotel, and I don't know how far they had to drive to go to the hotel, and they're back early every day. I ended up sleeping in the uh, store tent. It was funny, man. I took so much stuff that I really didn't even touch other than, you know, just to take it out of the vehicle and put it back in the vehicle a couple times. Um, you know, I didn't need my camp kitchen. There was plenty of food there. I didn't need any of my aircraft because I only flew the one that one night that was mine. I flew everyone else's the rest of the time. No, oh, nice. Uh, I, uh, I, I really didn't need to bring any of my tent stuff, my tent or my easy up, because like I said, I spent almost all day inside the build tent or the uh, the store tent, and then I spent all night there too. I, I did get a lot of comments. I spent the entire time shoeless. <laughs> yeah. And the well, fire ants apparently were much more of a problem for other people than they were for me. Because the they what? were the fire the fi- ants. Fire ants? Fire ants. If you've not experienced fire ants, I lived in Kansas for two years. I know exactly what fire ants are like. Fire ants are these tiny, very non-threatening-looking ant. They look like little sugar ants, but they—they're evil. They'll get on you. They'll crawl up on you, and then they wait. They don't bite right away. They send off some sort of pheromone signal to each other, and then they all bite at the same time. The there is a toxin in their bite that that leaves a burning sensation for most people. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not so bad for me. It mostly itches. You'll feel the initial, you know, the initial bite, and then there's an itch for me. Uh, a lot of people will swell up with little pus pimple type things. Oh my uh, god! That you know horrible. exactly. Yeah, you know exactly where they've been bit because you see little white pimples all over their, you know, bite marks. All right. So, no flight fest south for me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, no shoeless flight fest south for me. But for me. Um, I could feel them as soon as they were crawling on me. If I was, you know, if I didn't wear my shoes, and I could brush them off with my feet. If I had my flip flops or shoes on, you didn't know until they've gotten on you. And right. then there's no brushing them off because they're inside the crevices of your shoes and stuff. You, you know, it's a little harder to get them off. So I just found it easier just to go shoeless. Oh boy, cool shoeless Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then that with the uh, the bathrobe. I, I got some comments in mornings. Yeah, that was great, man. I saw a couple of pictures of that. Uh, one last story. I'll tell you real quick, and then we can go on the main topic. My mom. I love my mom. I hope she's not listening. But mom, <laughs> I, I showed her Facebook years ago, and I've regretted it ever since. 
<laughs> she wants to talk to me all the time on on Facebook Messenger, and mm-hmm. she sends me a message. I haven't heard from you all day. How's everything going? And so I'm out to dinner with the guys. And I get that message, and I'm like, "Gee whiz, guys! I am 41 years old. You'd think I could go a little while without talking to my mom. Apparently not. So poor Noah. Noah is uh, Josh Bixler's son. Mm-hmm. He looks at me with this like just horrified look on his face. He says, "You mean it never stops?" <laughs> it never stops i'm telling you right now moms are moms no matter how old you get and uh you're always their little boy he he just the poor guy looked horrified uh so now that being said the day that the uh, helicopter the coast guard helicopter came through and did its uh its flyby on us um i'm working in the the store tent and i get a message from my mom saying the uh flight test guys are live right now go get on camera well (laughs) Who could say no to that? Okay, mom. So I run out there and I, I walk past them a couple times, seeing what they're doing, making sure I'm not going to be too obnoxious. And uh, you know, I, I pop up on the on the on the screen behind TJ as he's doing his selfie recording part of it. And I, I creep up behind him, duck down a little bit, pop up over his shoulder, and then duck back down and get out of the way. And uh, so reviewing the video today, it was, it was slightly amusing. I, I I still framed a couple of that. They did turn the camera around and, and, and pointed at me for a moment, to which I then said, Hi, Mom, and promptly ran away. <laughs> Hopefully that will satisfy her. Um, she seemed to be pleased with that. So, yeah, I love you, Mom. Awesome. Nice. So any helicopter flyers out there, pilots? I only saw one, uh, and it looked like not quite the UMX, but like a little 130 size or so, is it? Mm-hmm. The little, yeah, just small little helicopter. A uh, young man was flying that. That's the only one I remember seeing other than the full-scale, you know, Coast Guard helicopter. Right. Um, no Frank Mordeos? I asked him to come, man. I said, get your butt over here. I want to meet you. And he said, uh, heck with you, Planker. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because I know Frank made a post and he even invited Austin and oh, what's the other guy? Alex. Alex, yeah, onto the group to talk about it and they never showed up. So. Well, you know, when when did he ask him? Because you know the guys were probably busy loading trucks and stuff. Uh, this was this was like weeks ago, huh? Yeah, they added him to the RC Heli Hangouts group, so that way they could have access to it, and, and you know, and they like tagged them or whatever, so that way they could see that they've been tagged in it. I'm sure they get so much of that stuff; it's hard to keep track. But yeah, and and know. if they see you know helicopter, they they might have said you know helicopter. What the heck is that? Possibly. But, uh, no, I don't know. I, I, I know that they've been swamped with uh, a lot of customer support. I mean, because everything comes into customer support, not just, you know, questions about products, but, you know, requests for exposure and, and partnerships and things like that, which they deal a lot with. But mm-hmm. um, they're setting up a lot of the stuff for travel with the, uh, you know, port bodies and the shower units. Oh, my goodness, that was awesome. Having those shower trailers there. Yeah, uh, did, did they do it like they did? For the, um, I guess, Flight Fest East or whatever. I guess so. They had two of them there. And, oh, that it just makes the experience. So I, I had a whole bunch of, like, sandy wipes ready to, to you know, give myself towel baths. <laughs> but, no. uh, yeah, yeah, no, that don't cut it, man. Having that hot shower, oh, that was awesome. Yeah. Nice. So and then the, the paramotor stuff that was going on there, there was a mm-hmm. pile. And that, I, yeah, I need to get. I need to get my training out. In fact, I got a phone call tonight from a guy that does some training in the area, which I didn't recognize the number, so I didn't answer it. 
and I was watching TV with the wife, and she likes that once in a while. So the guy left a message. I'll give him a call tomorrow. Uh, Eric Farewell set it up to you know give me contact with the local training facility. Nice, nice dude. Yeah, those guys are killing me. Alex would. Alex was awesome. You know, Austin and 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 Josh would go up and they cruise, uh, but. Alex, man, he he is definitely comfortable in that role as as a paramotor pilot. He would get way up there. I mean, just way up there. He'd be a dot, and he'd cut the motor way back so he could just listen and hear the world around him. You, I mean, because apparently you get up there, you can smell all the smells, uh, you know, food cooking and stuff like that. And if you got the the throttle down or off, you can you can hear the every you know you can hear everything. You you mm-hmm. know you're you're only, you know, thousand feet away, you know, just vertically instead of horizontally, or two thousand feet, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he, I hear it's just just surreal. He maxed it out. He would just kind of ease on down, gliding, and then power back up and go up again, and just come back down slow. And now, can you actually cut the throttle on that thing completely? Yeah. Uh, some of the guys have electric starts on them, so you can, you know, run it back up. But at the oh, police- I didn't think about that. The pull starts designed for you to be able to reach behind your head, grab it, and pull. Okay. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, you know you can restart it. Hopefully. Yeah, I know what you mean about being able to hear everything on the ground. I worked at a lumberyard when I was a kid, and I remember a guy in some pretty high winds coming over our whole lumberyard at the time, and he couldn't have been more than he had to be like a thousand feet or less. And he was fighting that wind and fighting that wind, and he we could hear that throttle like full throttle. And I remember my boss, he had a big mouth and he looked up at him and he yelled, yeah, now you're screwed. <laughs> and that guy cut that throttle and came down low, like spun that thing around, came down right over to lumber yard. And we, we, we thought he was going to throw something at us, but he actually, <laughs> he actually heard my boss and his big mouth yelling up at him. Nice. Any other uh, memorable moments at Fight Fest you want to, that you can talk about? I'm sure there is, but like I said, I, if I get started again, I'll just keep going. I mean, I, I, I met people that I didn't expect to meet. I, I didn't do a very good job of certain things. Um, I, I I definitely think that there's a um, there's an episode in how to how to conduct yourself at an event like that. You know, especially if you're a podcaster, video everyone, take pictures of everyone. You yeah. know, get their names, get their information, find out who they are, because every one of them has a story and. I mean, you could bring that back and, and, and share that on the podcast, even if you're just doing little clips of what they had to say. And mm-hmm. it was so interesting. Like I said, you know, I, I had this one couple that was a mom and her son from down from Boston. I don't think he's flown anything before. And he had he got the little simple scout and he went out and flew that. And the mom was just so thrilled that he was he was finding that success and finding something he enjoyed and, and was was interacting. And, you know, I gave him some advice to go over and, you know, um, Hang out with the guys at the built tent and let them help you with it. And he made friends over there that he wouldn't have otherwise. You know, it nice. was just one one neat story like that after another. That you know, if I didn't talk to these people, I mean, I would have come home. I, I would have been at an event that had airplanes in the air, and you know, that would have been it. And and it, I, the experience was so much richer for just having spent time with these people. It, it just, I, I, like I said, I you'll hear me kind of just babbling on. It was just amazing. That's kind of like what Steve and I do when we go to these events is like, I try to take as many notes as I can and just not be concerned with flying. Like just go and, and listen and have a good time and talk to people, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I totally agree with you, Fred. You sound surprised that you agree with me. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you, Fred. 
Hell's freezing over now. No, <laughs> you know, part of me always wants to like. It's so hard to. Yeah, I don't want to pop up like. Here's a here's a here's a voice recorder. You know, as we're talking to to you know people we're meeting at, at these events and stuff. But like a part of me wants to just kind of like wear a body cap so that I can record and remember some of these folks because it's like, you know, I remember them, but I don't, I, I I'm terrible with names and that kind of that's the first thing out the door. Like someone will say something and it'll spark my memory, but until then I I totally forget who I'm talking to. So it would be nice to just kind of have some ways. And it I think you have a good idea for it, like take a lot of pictures and and you know um and that's i think one, one of the things i want to try to do is take more pictures with uh the people that we talk to you know at events so that way i can be like okay <laughs> i know who that is i remember him you know i just kind of get that that spark to kind of remember all these folks uh that we meet well and, yeah and the, and the funny thing is you know i mean here i am i, I can't, took you know several hundred pictures um i think i posted well over 200 or mm-hmm. you know, at least, well, you know, a bit over 200. And uh, Joel isn't in any of them. He pointed that out. Joel Cannon was there. I saw him. I, I even briefly spoke. But I somehow managed not to take a picture of Joel. That's okay. He probably took a few of himself. Uh, sorry, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, you know, again, as many pictures as I took, I didn't take enough. I didn't take enough because, like I said, I'm, I I didn't get pictures of some of my friends that that were there. Right. Uh, you, you know, you can't take enough pictures. You know, you know, one one picture of each person wasn't enough, obviously, and and a few people I missed. But uh, it, yeah, yeah, I could have spent the whole time with the the camera up in front of me, just clicking away, and and still had an amazing time. But uh, now I will say, for future flight fasts or flying events, mm-hmm. I need to get and ask me about. FFRC, you know, ask me about free flight, uh, free fall RC T-shirt. I, I didn't represent free fall RC podcast very well, so uh, I'll need to remedy that in the future. For sure, definitely. We're going to be working on a new logo soon. So um, I know I've been talking about it for a while, but it's just something that's on the it's it's on the things to do list. Yeah, and yeah. with that things to do, um, once we get that going, then we're going to do a, another batch of um, host shirts. Kind of like what what I did originally, um, and then we'll take that and and then possibly if the cost isn't too much, I'm actually going to be building a silkscreen printing machine. Okay. So if it doesn't cost too much, um, well, I'll probably burn my own screen, so it probably won't cost too much say, at you all. Probably, and then, you know, you could probably find that gear online, you know, relatively cheap. So mm-hmm. yeah, up. yeah, it's only like thirty bucks for the screen, like you know already on the aluminum kind of framing um yeah. and then like the screen stuff i could either use the stuff that i have my my job or i could just kind of build my own um yeah it's real simple uh the only thing is the the initial burn of the screen and the emulsion that part i i probably do that at work because we do have a dark room out there and a light box so i don't have to buy any of that stuff and once i get it burned once i it'd be you know ready to go yeah. um so multiple runs of the shirt so so yeah, that's something definitely in the makings. Um, <clears throat> we'll definitely, maybe we should have like some special T-shirts that say like "Ask me about, ask me about our podcast or free forestry podcast or whatever," you know. So just kind of be a conversation starter for yeah. folks that don't know about us. Ask me about help, help, help. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for sure that would be a good one. <laughs> now, now one quick thing I will say. I don't know how much I talk about on here. I'm, I'm not always being the biggest proponent of the AMA. Um, mm-hmm. 
they had an AMA rep there, and I felt so bad for him because the guy just sat there. He just kind of, you know, mostly no one, no, not not a whole lot of people talking to him because, you know, it's the AMA. What are you going to say to him? And uh, so I did go over and sit with the guy for a little bit and talk to him, and we had a, a nice conversation um, talking about, you know, the direction the hobby's going, and apparently the uh, the AMA is partnering up with their insurance company, and they're offering commercial drone insurance. Not directly through the AMA, but the, it's kind of like if you're an AMA member, you can get a better rate with that company than you would otherwise. Uh, found that interesting. He's the uh, the gentleman I talked to. I believe his name was Tony. Was uh, he's like the 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 flying field acquisition rep or something? You know, helping people get flying fields. He had some interesting comments. You know, they're, they're working with national parks, trying to get some flying sites in national parks and and different things like that. And uh, he's worked to uh, restore flying fields that, you know, for whatever reason were, were shut down and either with the intention of it being permanent or temporary and then just needed, you know, a little steering to get them reopened. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, he was real nice guy, interesting to talk to. I, I, like I said, after that, I kind of really felt bad that he was sitting there with, you know, the limited amount of attention. They, they, uh, they don't really do a good job of giving you any reason to go talk to him. They just got a table and some brochures and that was it. Why don't they go talk to people? Like, why don't they go up to talk to people? You I don't know. know. I, I think it's again that that AMA mentality and the old the old modeler mentality, where you know the old hobby shops it's and and the AMA is is kind of stuck in that mentality where we're the only game in town, so you need to come to us. Yeah, and that's what's killing mm-hmm. hobby shops. Is if you don't give them a reason to go to you, then they're mm-hmm. going to go to the internet. They're going to go to other places, and then you can sit there and blame the the customer all you want. But if you haven't provided a reason for them, you know, to come to you instead of the internet, they're going to go to the internet. Yeah. Well, the AMA's kind of the same way. They just, well, you know, if you want insurance and you want to fly at a flying field, then you need to go through us. Well, nowadays we don't need the insurance, or we don't need to go to the flying field because we can throw it up at a ball field. We can yeah. throw it up, you know, in a in a in a, in a little clearing somewhere. Um, the planes aren't as big and 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 needing of space as they used to be. And mm-hmm. so the AMA. Yep. The AMA is just doing a really bad job of giving you a reason to go to them, and uh, and I hate to say it, but it was represented well there that the guy just kind of sat there and waited for you to come to him. Um, yeah. Now, if he did go out and mingle, I don't know, but there's really wasn't really anything in the display that drew you over. You barely knew that he was there. If he wasn't there, you know, it was just a couple of brochures on a table. It, it wasn't, you know, they 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 definitely need a, someone that does a better job of marketing. Uh, you know, some sort of media marketing consultant for for their booths to draw you in. Some, you know, they the, they do the trailer at some yeah. event. Go and yeah, I was about to say, do they have the sim trailer? No, they didn't have that. And I mean that that's pretty good, you know, bait to get you in. But yeah, um, you know, throw up a thing and say, hey, challenge me with this. You know, to get, come come debate the AMA guy because uh, he he was polite and 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 comfortable in his answers. I mean. He wasn't stumped, and if he if there was something that I asked him that he didn't know, he uh, you know he 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 was polite about it, just you know he, he you know offered to get me the information. So um, he he was a great guy to talk to, just you know kind of older guy that just was there. If you approached him, he was great. But like I said, there's just this seems to be a, a sort of a culture with the older RC folks that that you know it's it's you know come to us not we're not going to seek you out yeah and it's unfortunate yeah we've experienced uh come to us 
we're not going to seek you out. And even when you do, we're not going to let you into our little freaking coffee clutch <laughs> little club. Well, yeah. and, I, and I talked to him about that. You know, what, flying? No, no, no. We don't do that here. <laughs> we no. just well, sit here know, and drink the, coffee. The, these clubs that, are, that, that don't want helicopters and don't want drones at them and then get mad when these people go out and act in a stupid manner. It's like, well, you had your chance to mentor them. You ran them off. Yeah. Um, or the clubs that don't want experienced pilots. We've had that happen to yeah, us. Yeah, which is insane. I couldn't believe it. Oh, yeah. you know how to fly? Oh, no, 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 no. We don't want you. Really? <laughs> There's definitely an element of the, the hobby that needs to be improved as far as getting better community outreach. And that, and that's the thing I kind of thought about is, you know, what, well, what could the AMA do? What Could could they threaten clubs that if you're not showing us a certain percent of, of you know, community outreach, you know, that will pull your charter? Well, they're not going to do that. They don't dare lose any of the ones that they have. They don't have yep. enough as it is. Yep. Um, yeah. They, they do try to have some sort of aim ambassador program but you know i didn't know about it until he was telling me about it i mean they could they could do something in the way of helping guys and they might do this now f- helping guys find a location or having that go between i mean you got a bunch of guys that like to fly and now with flight tests you know everybody's building the phone planes and flying in a ball field well hey now i want to step up and i want to f- we want to start our own club but now how do we go from you know, 10 guys that get together on the weekends in a ball field to possibly starting a club and needing land. Now, where do, where, where do you go? Do you, you know, who do you contact? That, that is exactly his job. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I mean, I never knew that. Like, we, no. you know, we have a club. I'm, I'm vice well, president of a club. And the thing is, is we're looking for a field, but we didn't know that there was some guy at AMA that his sole purpose is you know in the ama is to find people clubs or fields for their clubs yeah fred i've been an ama card holder now for four years and i didn't know that <laughs> it's the uh the the academy of model aeronautics flying site assistance program hmm. okay uh tony stillman is the is the person to talk to um i just pulled it up right now because i've looked into help through state stuff and and super fun sites that we have there's possibility of turning those into flying fields mm-hmm. that's what happens in a lot of metro areas like where we're in now yeah um yeah it's uh fsac which is the flying site assistance coordinator at modelaircraft.org um if you want to send him an email yeah uh, no, that's, that, that's that's the guy tony tony stillman again once you talk to him, the guy was awesome. Super nice guy. Mm-hmm. He definitely, you know, definitely wants to, to help improve the hobby. But yeah, it's, it, you know, like I said, it was a little disappointing that, you know, they, they didn't do a better job of, you know, drawing the, more people in because I, I, I felt bad for him that there wasn't more people talking to him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can see that. All right. Okay. Main topic. Yeah. Let's go on the main topic. We are at 100 episodes. Could you guys believe it? No. I'm driving around today going, I can't believe we've done this a hundred times and had a hundred <laughs> episodes and yeah. been doing it for two years now. Yeah, just shy of two years if we think about it, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah, just shy of two years. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because it was like, it was uh, around Christmas time we started, yes. I think, right? Yeah. And, and so that's this- that's my favorite podcast memory is the, the first episode. <laughs> the first episode? Yeah, remember I told you I, I was listening to you guys while I was doing painting in the house I just moved into for this. You mm-hmm. know, I got my new job here at the park. Yep. Yeah. And you know, came with the house, and I'm I'm I was actually painting the room that's my hobby room for my my RC airplane stuff while listening to you guys talk about flight test planes. Oh right, right, yeah. Because one of our early episodes, 
Well, I know we talked about them in uh, the first episode because we were just naming all the planes that we oh yeah we flew at the time. Yep. Yeah, I think the Bushwhacker just come out. Or no, 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 maybe not. That was that was maybe a year ago. Yeah, yeah, no, that was. I think what were we talking about? Racer, the um, definitely, definitely the Spitfire, Spitfire the yep. Mustang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yep. Wow. Yeah. The, the trouble you're having with the FT22. Yeah. How yeah. It sucked. You know, yeah. Yep. Meanwhile, you've got way too large a battery, and the balance is all off. You're trying to do too much power out of it, but you know, other than that, it's a it's the design's fault. But go ahead. But then I had the same design in the one that I built, that I scratch built, and it flew awesome to the point yeah. where I I redid. I built another one. And wasn't well, it the just? Funny thing is, is you guys have complained about it enough times. I finally went and acquired an FT22, but I still haven't put it together. Oh. So it's it's in the, it's in it's in the stack. It's All in right, the stack. Fred. Nice. The, the stack that is now deeper because I came home with a few more kits. But uh, nice. It, it, it's 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 cool. almost it's almost building season, so we'll be good. Almost building season. I thought this was your flying season. Yes, yes, one and the same. Uh, ah. With it, with it uh, the weather is perfect in the daytime for getting out and flying on my days off, and then mm-hmm. the weather is cool and comfortable in the evenings with no mosquitoes, so I can work in my shop at night. That you know, and it's night at what four thirty now. So yeah. um, I have all I have hours of after dark, cool, comfortable weather to work in my shop. So lucky yes, you. This is Building in nice. season. Nice. I was going to say, well, let me know, Fred, if you uh, get that thing to turn right. Because I <laughs> couldn't get mine to turn right. All three. All three of them that I built. Yeah, they like to turn left more. And then they like yeah. to pitch up. Yeah. We'll, we'll uh, but I was going to say, like, you know, you're lucky that you got some nice cool weather. It's too cold now for me to, like, I need to figure out a heater solution for my garage because um, it's quite. You waited Rest too long, and I told you. I told you get on, <laughs> get on the Craigslist and the Facebook uh, trader stuff, and find those kerosene heaters while they're summertime and people dip dumping them. Now, no, no. I mean, I, I I found a couple, and I you know there's there's one that like I know one of Rob's club um, has. It's like a kerosene, but I just I don't know. I don't know if I want to really mess with kerosene. So uh, I basically I'm gonna go out and buy one of those propane tank toppers. That have like either 360 or just even uh, the, I guess, by the directional heater things. Yeah. And just point it at me, you know. I think that would be fine too. So, I mean, that's kind of what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be using one of those. But, you know, until I get one and, and get that extra propane take I have for my grill, you know, filled up, uh, you know, I'll go to the garage and I'll be like, ah, oh, yeah, 30 minutes. I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I, can't, I can't stay in there any longer. I, you know, when it's, it's not even that cold, but it's in there for some reason. It's it feels colder, <laughs> and I, I see my own breath, and I'm just like, you know, when you're working, you see your own breath oh, yeah. constantly. You're like, oh yeah, I need to go inside. Yeah. You're, you're dropping small screws and stuff because your fingers have gotten too cold. Yep, yep, yep. So, oh man, so yeah, let's get back to the main topic here. Hundred episodes. <laughs> I couldn't believe. Uh, I, I still can't believe that we're at hundred episodes, and and you know. In my opinion, I don't know if you guys want to chime in, but I think we're still going on pretty strong here. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it's amazing, man, when you think back. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of podcasts do, I don't want to sound conceited or anything, but, you know, a lot of podcasts like Dan was saying from RTHM was like, you know, you get past 20 and that's a that's a big deal. Yeah. And I know I've experienced that with podcasts that I've liked. Uh, you know, they they get to a certain point and they drop off and I'm like, hey, what happened, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think we're doing good. We got a little system down and it works pretty good, man. Yeah, yeah. So I wrote a couple of things here. Uh, favorite podcast memory and podcast milestone and a couple other things. Uh, but we can talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. Well, I guess let's uh, kind of go through some of these and then we'll just kind of ad lib from there, you know? So Fred already had his. I don't know if that was his favorite podcast memory, but that was one of his early podcast memories. Mm-hmm. Painting the room and listening to the podcast. Yep. Um, one of my favorite podcast memories, and it's not really on the podcast, but it's off air, is uh, I guess it was definitely earlier days when uh, Fred used to um, text us or message us, you know, because he would talk to the podcast while he's driving, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I, I love that. That was so awesome. <laughs> he, he would just respond with like, oh, it's this. And I'm like, what are you talking about, Fred? I don't know what you're talking about. He's <laughs> like, oh, I'm listening to this episode. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so he, he did that quite a bit. And uh, that was definitely, I always got a kick out of that. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think of something, man, for my favorite podcast memory. I mean, I, I enjoy them all. It's hard to mm-hmm. single one out. Uh, let's see. One of my other favorite podcast memories is all the stupid things Kevin does. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> I mean, just, just a group of together. That's something I'm trying to forget. <laughs> just a group of together. You know, we can do the, uh, the the tail push rod and the tail boom, right? That's classic. That's classic yeah. Kevin right there. Uh, what else? <laughs> his, his, his obsession with Frank's last name. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the upside down blade on the five seventy, the reverse motor, uh, the all his uh, pretty much every time he flies the oxy, <laughs> you know, you know, he's just the, so, um, something's always uh kind of weirded out, and but it still flies. Uh, let's see, the help, help, help. Can't forget that one. Oh God, yeah. You know, um. Yeah, it's 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 funny because it's it's a lot of it's a lot of little moments that <laughs> kind of just get a really big laugh out of it. We all you know have a we all have a lot of enjoyment out of it, and then kind of it lingers. You know, <laughs> it's not something that like it's just one episode, and if we don't talk about it, it kind of goes on until the next thing happens. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So I, I, those those memories are gonna definitely uh, are one of my favorites, of course. You know, not not to not humiliate to humiliate yeah, not to humiliate you or or you know to poke fun at you, but I just feel like you know we've all done it. We've all done stupid things. Um, with but not hot. everyone's been embarrassed about it on a pub, you know big public podcast like this. Right, right. You know, so so I thank you for those memories. Those are awesome. Thanks, well, I'm Kevin. Glad everybody, yeah, you're welcome. I'm glad everybody could have fun at my expense. No, I I seriously have fun too, though, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, geez, some of the crazy stuff that's gone on. I remember putting 4S in uh, my 3S little mini Vigan and smoking mm-hmm. that ESA, and which was that awesome. Was a, that was crazy. Yeah. Well, um, you know, like the first time we 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 went to uh, Tri County our club. And you just like, <laughs> yeah, and I caused the fire. Yeah, first, like, it's like the, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's the first time I've seen a lipo fire. And, you know, yeah. that's intention, not intentional, I should say, you know. I, I still don't understand this, this one here. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand this whole Kyle Stacy thing because <laughs> I've never had an infatuation <laughs> with Kyle Stacy, but it's just funny that how people interpret it that way. <laughs> well, <laughs> there, there, there was a few episodes there where his name was mentioned quite extensively. Sure. Uh, 
primarily by one host, not the other. <laughs> I think yes. it's. I think it came because I was talking about the Kyle Stacy helicopter, and then about Kyle. It Stacey. doesn't matter. So it just when came out as Kyle Stacy. Ten times Stacey. on the podcast, <laughs> it's going to get noticed. Right. Right. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, and then the guy who left us that iTunes review with the Steve has somewhat of an infatuation with right. a pilot named Kyle. I don't Stacey. know who that was. <laughs> that was perfect. I'm still I, crying I, to this day. I, I think I was. I think I was just a listener and a, and sometime guest at that point. And yes, that that resonated well with. Me. <laughs> uh, man, dude, but I was listening to uh, a couple of clips that I had. That I guess back when I was editing back in the day, I would actually like save them separately. And one of them was you, Steve, from episode seven saying, yeah, I'm going to stick with Spectrum. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't see, I can't see going anything past, past Spectrum. And then the next episode, it was episode eight. You were like, oh, I don't know. Chris has got his V bar for sale or his V control for sale. And <laughs> yeah, Chris, Chris. I, I might have to. <laughs> was that that far back, man? I can't believe yeah. that. Yeah, that was episode seven and episode eight. Hasn't he it's, done that a couple times? Chris, says yeah, that. He, he's a, he's a very good car salesman. <laughs> yeah, I'll no, say Chris that. is definitely a good salesman. Yeah. No, but Steve has done that a few times. He did that with his five seventy too. I, in my opinion, the five seventy is the perfect helicopter. And then, like a week or two later, he he's like, like buying seven nope, hundred. Bam! Look at <laughs> this. I'm selling it. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah, no, you know, I'm not flying the five seventy much too much because I, I what was it? I had the Goblin seven hundred. And had the 380, and those are the two birds that was flying the most. So it's like you went from electric only to glow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went, I went nitro, um, and now I have two nitros. So a hundred episodes ago, I was listening to our first episode, and you had in your fleet, uh-huh. you had an oxy, which you still have. You had a goblin 380, a 570, and then you had the 700. And I, I was thinking, wow, did he really have that 700? But I remember you did have that. You had the 700 before you had the 570. Yeah, yeah. Because you were flying that at Green Pond. So what I had, my I guess my helicopter, we'll just talk about the helicopter service. It's a little bit easier. It's like I went and I, I got the, I had the Blade 450X, which I learned pretty much everything I uh, about forward flight on. And I went from 450 right to the 380. And I was like, oh, my God, 380 is so awesome. I need to buy no more goblins, more goblins. So what did I do? I bought a 700 next, <laughs> you know, which yeah. was like way scary. But it was awesome. You know, I, 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 was, I probably... I could probably say that I wasn't ready for a 700, but I'm glad I did make that jump because that just kind of like it made it easier for me to get used to it quicker, you know, not not take not slowly progress to just kind of be like thrown in a pit with the wolves and be like, OK, here you go. Now do what you got to do. Um, so the, so that was cool. And then and then I got the 570 because it was like the whole new three bladed head. It was a kind of new thing out there. and It was like a new helicopter I could afford at the time. And it was a pilot edition too, right? <laughs> <laughs> tried, Fred. That. I tried. <laughs> but you but, also uh, no. But you also had the three sixty. You had a blade three three sixty. Yeah. So right? what, what ended up point? happening was uh, I had the 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 four fifty X, the three eighty, the seven hundred, um, and then I bought the five seventy. And I wasn't flying it that much, but I was like, okay, you know, I still had it in my fleet. And but the four fifty, I was like, I can't really sell this um to really like there's no real point of selling it but what i wanted to do is actually get rid of the airframe which i sold for like super cheap like 100 bucks with all my parts and right. i bought a 360 cfx air, um, airframe so that was the newer updated version of the 450x i'll say it had the um 
direct servo to swash layout didn't have any of the bell crank stuff that the the 450x had it was a full carbon fiber frame um all aluminum bearing blocks and stuff like that so it was kind of updated to like how the modern helicopters were you know as far as like the goblins and and other companies so so i was like okay cool i did that and then i mean it was a great flying helicopter but yeah it's just i don't know I, I for 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 a moment I was a goblin snob or an SAB snob and I, I I fanboy I guess you could say for sure. And I had uh, I had the 180, the Oxy, and the th- Goblin 380 mm-hmm. back episode one. Yeah, so I had the Oxy Q, right? Yeah, you had the Oxy Cube. You yeah, had, the Cube, yeah. and then I think I bought it to her soon after that too. Yep. And it's funny because um, you know you look at you look at where we've progressed. I still have a Goblin 700. You know, I would say. I mean, I I've made the claim already that that is one of my that's my favorite electric helicopter to fly. Um, of that size, you know, don't get me wrong, the Oxys are are great helis to beat on. Um, yeah. But three eighty four, you know, which got converted to four twenty, that got sold. I don't really have any of the I don't know what do you call mini or four fifty size, you know, helis. But um, and then you know it's like and then it went into nitro. You know, and then I have an 800 too, you know, so it's like it, it went kind of that route. Um, you, you still, you still have a lot of your original helis, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've sold, uh, much. Yeah. So your fleet was what the, you said the Oxy three. Well, I sold the 180. I think that. And the 180. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you, and then soon after that, you bought a bunch of stuff too, right? Yeah. I got the 570 mm-hmm. from Chris. And then the six nine. It's it's funny because it's hard to think. You know, you think you've been flying these things for a long time, but when you listen to how you know we're, we are at a benefit because all our stuff is documented. You know, because right. we talk about it every week. It was only last year that I picked up the six ninety from Anthony. It was only in January of last year. I've only been flying that thing. Wait, January of last year or this year? January of this year. Yeah, I meant December of last year. Yeah, it was okay. December January like last year. Right, right. Wintertime last year, right. So it's only been a year. And even then, yeah. you didn't really fly it a whole lot in the beginning? No. Because you, you had that maiden, which the tail belt kind of, I don't know, the, the guide got messed up or whatever. Those and you guides lost went. Tail. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah. then I just kind of slowly took it, you know, yeah. took it from there. Nice. What other favorite podcast memories do we have? Uh, dude, I off the top of my head, I could just say everybody that has been a listener and everybody that's come up to us and said, hi, man, just, Mm -hmm. I wanted to save that to the end, but dude, it's really hard. I could, I could probably sit down for a day and try to run down all the people that we know through the podcast. I mean, I I don't want to really start mentioning a lot of names because I know I'm going to leave somebody out, but just from everybody we see at every fun fly and you guys know who you are. So the guy that, pulls me out of line at flight fest and says hey man i listen to you guys you know yeah. pushing a stroller dude and then stops <laughs> by later i mean yeah yep, yep. it's all been really cool man and to the to the guy with the white frame sunglasses that was talking to me and the whole time he's talking to me i'm here in the darkness i believe in a thing called love because the guy looked exactly like that the singer um but <laughs> <laughs> i gotta apologize for that but still man you, you guys are the guys that have made this amazing you know yes for mm-hmm. us you know, and Steve and I and Fred, we don't get anything out of it. Fred donates his time like crazy to, to flight test and, and, you know, Steve and, and Chris Rybert and 
we all do this for free, more or less. I mean, and yeah. it's not like we do it for the hobby. We don't do it for a paycheck or anything else. That's yeah, a, and I'm not actually, knocking anybody. Kind of do. You kind of do. Yeah, I get compensation from flight to test for uh, my customer support stuff. Right, but I'm still I'm saying that that takes up part of your time too. You know. Oh yeah. Hmm? Um, a lot, a good t- part of it. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of saying you know I, I don't, I'm not knocking anybody who who does take compensation or or any of that. It's just that uh, you know. You can tell that's just where we're at, man, and we enjoy yeah. doing it. We enjoy yeah. giving back in the, in that respect, you know? Yeah, I mean, from day one, our goal of this podcast was never to make money, never to monetize it for any way and try to, like, get ads or make money or anything like that. You know, you know, if we get any support, that's Wait awesome. Sec, that's, that's not great. how you sold it on me. <laughs> I promised I was going to get rich. Well, no, yeah. no, no. I promised that we would get rich from you. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> Wait a minute, Fred, Florida rich or or uh, Jersey rich? No, but um, you know, so so really, from day one, this was never. It was always about sharing. You know, just kind of like we kind of took a, a like a little bit of like what flight test does, and kind of put our own spin to it you know we wanted to share the hobby we wanted to share the experience we want to share knowledge um yeah that community outreach yeah like the community outreach portion of it you know we never wanted to monetize it never wanted to you know really be like famous even or known or none of that stuff like that stuff doesn't matter to us you know it's awesome that when we go to fun flight people uh recognize our voices or or you know recognize us from our facebook page and stuff like that but i mean that's just like the you know what do you call it the um icing on the cake like for us the the real dense of it i mean and let me know if i'm speaking you know if i'm taking too granted for speaking for all of us but like it's the whole <laughs> you know the sharing and the experience and that's why this whole like new listener series i'm so excited about and you know so excited that like the next couple of months is booked already <laughs> you know like every episode going after this one for a little while is all listener series yeah, so, I think it's a fantastic idea, dude. Yeah, and and I love that we have a a platform that we can have people share their their experiences. Like that's a that's a favorite podcast memory or milestone, even I would say that we yeah. were able to build up this. I mean, you know, we were a couple of guys that knew nothing about podcasting, nothing about any type of you know audio kind of like uh, not production because yeah. I know you had some production work with your band stuff, but more on the, like, just, the, just this, the podcasting stuff, right? We, we were the podcasters, the broadcasting stuff. Exactly. We had no idea. And then we, <laughs> we were able to create something that, you know, I look and we have over a thousand downloads, a, an episode. It's like, and it's great that other, our listeners can come on and share their experiences to the same thousand, you know, or plus uh, listeners that we have. So, yeah. I don't I, know how many times we were getting emails. Could Steve, improve his mic it doesn't <laughs> sound as good right. or we'd get that email all the time and then i did yeah yeah spent like three hundred dollars or so but yeah i gotta go it's great man no but you're you're absolutely right dude we have an outlet that we can give back to the hobby in a way and, yep, and, and bring people share. on and share their stories i think it's awesome man mm-hmm. yeah and that that aspect i i find you know very i don't know it's um you know kind of makes me happy that we can do this you know that yeah and people like it. <laughs> and people are responding to it. Yep. Right. Exactly. Yep. So. Well, I wanted to say, I thought one of our early milestones was getting involved with Chris Ryber 
and having Kyle Stacy on early was uh-huh. uh amazing to me. Like yeah. I think it wasn't it wasn't I think it was episode I don't even know. It was early in the first ten episodes. Early. Yeah. That we had the best helicopter pilot in the world on. I mean that was that was awesome, man. Mm-hmm. And that was that was a credit to Anthony and and you, Steve, and Chris Rybert, you know, putting all that together. Yeah, that was pretty much all Chris. <laughs> and that really opened up my mind and opened the door in my line of thinking as to, oh, wow, you know, these are regular people. You know, we can get a yeah. Burt camera on the show or we can get um, that kind of person on the show, you know, yes. a professional guy, you know, like. And it turns out that th- those are some of my favorite episodes, too. I mean, those guys that are just their passion for the hobby is amazing like alex and and all of the time he takes with the forum entries that he goes through and yeah and he's just tailor-made for what he does man right alex from uh msh msh yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's uh, just um really cool really cool to get their their story and their behind the scenes story on a lot of stuff yeah i mean and not even that i mean we had we'd had like you know man amy bodos come on and like having a man a heli manufacturer you know, designer, yeah. engineer, come on, like that. All that stuff is just amazing. You know, the 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 designer series with, uh, well, really, it was only one episode. We couldn't get the other person on, but Kevin Matusek, right? Getting him on, who was kind of just building his own design, right, to kind of like the FT style airplanes and and built his own stuff. Yeah. Um, well, we had Nick too. Nerd Nick came on. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That was a yeah. See that that was a big gap. I remember. Yeah. You're gonna to have to get up with Kevin again. He's got the uh, Rascal CNC. I think it's yes, complete. yes. I want to um, definitely get him back on. Yeah, we mentioned that a couple episodes ago. That mm-hmm. that was coming out November ish. Yeah, so that's that's cool. Yeah, I, mean, I enjoyed to that. Get... That, that mm-hmm. episode had me fired up about CNC machines. I didn't follow up yes. with it. But I, I was definitely fired up with that. You know, at that time. Yeah, that yeah. Was another, that was another episode I was I was listening to while painting. I was doing the hall. Uh, <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, it's funny. I, I, I associated the episodes with painting, but yeah. <laughs> Episode number 38. I remember that one. That one's, uh, that was pretty memorable. Which one was that? Fred, do you remember that episode? Do you know that episode? Uh, you know, something about brains. About brains? <laughs> yeah, 38? Picking, picking someone's brains or getting in their head or something. What? Am I going to have to look this up? Yeah, we dig into the mind of someone. You know, the next question, too, kind of rolling into that a little bit. The first time I did a live stream was for you guys. Oh, really? Yeah. First time I ever done any sort of Facebook live stream was the glider event up in Georgia. Oh, okay. Okay. Nice. And uh, had had pretty good reception on that. The folks seemed to enjoy it and and, uh, had some good feedback. Mm -hmm. The, The podcast has helped kind of spur me on going out and hitting up more of these these uh events i went down to that helicopter meet because of the uh because of you guys down in panama city mm-hmm. and met yep. some folks talked to them the down scale there. one yep yep so it's definitely gotten me out a little bit more yeah yeah and um another milestone i'd say is you know with the podcast like um two years in a row running our own fun fly yeah right? oh right yeah so that's uh that's definitely a milestone to do to take something you know, broadcasting wise and also make it into something more tangible where people could come and, and hang out with us, fly, you know, just enjoy the hobby with us, which is great. Yeah. And even broadcasting from the fun flies, that's another mm-hmm. like turning yeah. point and just another thing we added to it. Yeah. 
yeah, doing more of those uh, live recordings, um, which is great. Yeah, it's just it's crazy. It's it's, and you know another thing is just the amount of people we meet. Um, I know we mentioned that, of course. Uh, it's just it's amazing the amount of guest hosts that we got on the show, um, you know, and all sorts of like corners of the hobby, right? Does and you know I know I know a lot of folks um, saw that we went from you know flight tested and soon after went really heavy on the helicopter side. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, <laughs> I know Fred makes it known every time. Um, but, <laughs> but I still know, fly a like, flight test plane. No, yeah, yeah, you do. I'm still building one. Like we're still in it. I just think it's, um, you know, it's, there's a split, which is okay. I don't. It's not your passion right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I wish flight test made a park zone Sukhoi, dude, because that's like my favorite plane <laughs> of all time. Why don't you make another FT3D and maybe, yeah, you know, make it more like figure out <laughs> how, how you can make that better. Like, is it, you know. Longer fuselage, getting CG better, or you know, because it has the control surfaces. But it's for me, I just had a hard time flying that plane. I was getting knife edges down with that thing before mm-hmm. I knew really what knife edge was, or I, when I was pretty new. And I've said for the longest time I want to revisit that plane, and I haven't. That's something I got to do. Yeah, uh, this spring, man, definitely build a couple this uh, this winter. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely want to. Um, I definitely got to get some FT planes rebuilt that I want to build, like well, you know, built up that I want to fly again. Well, that's what we were saying. Like, pick a pick a couple of FT planes that we liked back in the day that we haven't had in a while, and you know, revisit them mm-hmm. and and fly them, and then report on them. You know, on yeah. the show. Yeah, that's definitely gonna be an episode. All right, let's see here. I wrote, "How has the podcast changed you?" I was just trying to come up with some topics or questions that would make us think about you know the last hundred episodes and how we've changed and stuff like that but i think we've kind of covered that quite a bit just with the you know the whole going to fun flies and everything we've done and meeting all the people and all that kind of stuff yeah no for sure yeah that's what i was gonna say is you know it's it's starting and it's still i'm still you know kind of new with the podcast so it's it makes me change how i look at things you know when i go to an event I, uh, I, I, you know, I try to try to enjoy it more and, and mm-hmm. in a way that's recordable that I can bring back and share because, you know, clearly not everybody was able to go there or <laughs> it would have been a lot more crowded than it was. Uh, mm-hmm. So and, and then the little events, the local events, trying to promote them. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I wouldn't have cared yeah. about show up maybe or that's one thing for sure. But uh, mm-hmm. I, 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 I change how I approach uh the events i go to and and interact with people there yeah Uh, big time big time it's not that's you know when i first started going to events it was all about fly 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 and now it's more like fly little talk to a lot of people well it's gone from me 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 you know i'm there for me i'm there for me exactly just Mm -hmm. saying trying to trying to recognize what it is i enjoy about it so that i can then come back and say hey this is this is what i liked and why um you know instead of just going there and you know and, and I think it, it makes it a more rewarding experience for me, you know, because because I have that way of, of you know, I've examined what I enjoyed more by doing that. I, I enjoyed even more, you know, and, and maybe that's maybe that's some advice. Maybe that's something to to do is when you go to these these events, participate in a way that it gives you a story to bring home. Yep. You know? Yeah. If you go there and, and they ask you, well, what'd you do? Well, I, I, I you know, I went there and I, I watched some players fly around. 
is not qu- quite nearly as entertaining as is you know like I said where the stories I got where I got to interact with folks and 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 watch them experience it and watch what they enjoyed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the things I know definitely changed me with the podcast is um, I feel like it's made me a better public speaker. <laughs> you know, like it just. Yeah, I can agree. Um, but doing the show and like trying to be more, I don't know, like how, how would I describe it? Give a little more thought on what I say before, you know, like think about what you say before you just kind of say it. Because a lot of times it would be off, off the top of my head, but now it's kind of. Like just now? Yeah, it's, no, yeah, just like now. But um, <laughs> it's becoming a little more, I don't know, structured, structured I guess, with, my, with the way I talk. Definitely doing the live records. The first ones are like, ooh, ee, I'm pulling my collar, it's making me nervous. Yeah. Um, but after doing a couple of them, you kind of get used to it and you just kind of like, hey, whatever. <laughs> no one's listening yeah. anyways. Let's have fun, right? <laughs> yeah, man. So. I can say almost the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like I can remember doing the editing for the first couple episodes where I couldn't even complete a damn sentence. I don't even know what I was saying. Like, I don't <laughs> even know where I was going. Like exactly like you're saying, not thinking about it or not trying to structure it to be edited or to be out there on the air. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you, it's, it's a little different than having a normal converse, conversation, but you know, yeah. it's just something you gotta, it almost just has to come natural to you. And I'm still working on it. I still have major problems. But at least I'm not, I can remember having, being out of breath the first couple episodes and not being able to speak right and, you know, having to edit all that stuff out. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Tell a story that is related to podcasts that no one has heard. Yeah. You got anything? Uh, let me think about this one. Why don't you, since you wrote it down, I'm hopefully you have some. Yeah, I have. I probably have a few, but the one I was thinking about was uh, the problem I was having. I think it was last year when I met Mike Finley. He was working out here in, in Jersey. Last year, I was having problems with my eyesight bad. Like, I didn't know what was going on with my eyes. And I was having these, what they call ocular migraines. But I was actually losing my sight for like 30 minutes. And it's, I'm laughing about it now because we kind of fi- finally figured out what was going on. But in that time frame, when I meant to meet Mike, I was having vision problems, not only those 30 minute periods, I was having problems with my vision constantly trying to get focused right. I guess getting older now, I'm, I'm losing sight, not only far away, but close up, you know, and God's laughing. So I've always had vision problems far that distance. Mm-hmm. What happened was the, the, the new prescription that I had was prescribed for my distance. So it kind of ate away at my close up vision. And when I was doing a lot of close up work at work, mm-hmm. nobody knew what was going on. I went to doctor after doctor. I went to my medical doctor twice doing all this blood work and everything. No problem. There's, you're, you're healthy. No problem. There's nothing wrong with you. Going to my eye doctor like twice. No problem. I don't see anything wrong with your eyes until I said, F these glasses and I put an old pair back on and my headaches went away immediately, like within like a day. And I wore them for two weeks. I was having it every day. I was leaving work at like three o'clock and I was, I can remember driving home and like, not lose you don't completely you lose your sight but you have a blind spot that just grows and grows and kind of moves around and then moves off to one side and it's the first couple of times it happened to me i it scared the shit out of me i didn't know what was going on yeah i actually had it happen one time when i was flying a helicopter when i was flying my oxy and i had to 
I remember landing and it just, it's a weird feeling. And then it just drains you. Like you're, you're kind of drained. It's, it's all the stress on your, your vision. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's something weird, yeah. but I've never told that story. And I remember meeting Mike and we had a couple beers and I don't know if he was looking at me funny because I had beers, but, uh, you probably didn't even realize it, but, uh, you know, I never said anything to Mike about me having an issue. You're like, I didn't even know you were there, Mike. <laughs> I yeah, but you. thank God, yeah, right. I couldn't even see it. But thank God we figured it out. I'm still wearing the old pair of glasses now. And when I yeah. went back to my eye doctor, I had a like a three hour appointment with him, and he shook his head for a half an hour, telling me there's no way it's possible. There's no way it's possible. And I said, "Listen, man, I got my glasses from years ago, and I'm putting them on now. And I'm telling you, the headaches went away like almost immediately." Yeah. So he took those glasses, kind of redid the prescription on a new pair. So I, I mean, I'm I'm good. Uh, until you know, I hit another freaking road bump, and <laughs> I'll need new glasses. You know, my vision gets worse or whatever. But that's just a story I've never, I've never shared with anybody on the pod, you know, on, on the podcast or anything mm-hmm. like that. But it, I mean, it's somewhat related. I, I couldn't see, <laughs> yeah. which kind of sucked. I think, I think there was a couple times you're flying and you're like, uh, you land, and you're like, yeah, I, I really can't see right now. <laughs> I was like, what? What do you mean? Yeah. I know you were helping me move and you were, you know. Oh, you that was, head. yeah. Yeah, and I was like, and I remember, I think I was like, well, I don't get what why this is happening. And you're going like, yeah, you know, I went to all these doctors and all this stuff. And I was like, when did it start happening? And you're like, when, I think when I got these new glasses, you know. So, yeah. so I think at that moment you kind of realized like, maybe it's these glasses. Let's go back to the old pair. And I think yeah. the next day or, or something or you know, later that week, you're like, yeah. It was the glasses because you're fine now, you know. Yeah, I I've had episodes since then, but nothing like. I mean, it was happening every day. Yeah, and I had and I, I got to a point where I'm like, oh, what am I doing? And what am I going to do? Right. I was speaking to a woman that was at the doctor's office who told me, you know, you just got to deal with it. I get them too every now and then, and I'm like, man. Now I'm thinking, do you get your prescription by this guy too? <laughs> you know? Right, you're the same. I hate probably does. Office. <laughs> yeah. But that was just a story that I wanted to share for a while and never did. And so I, I figured I'd bring it up. All right. I'll, I'll give you one. Mine's kind cool. of a sad story. Uh-oh. <clears throat> Years ago, I used to go to all the Hodges events. Uh, Seth, Happy, Pop Curtis. If they had an event up there, I was going. Uh, the mm-hmm. Warbirds. You might have seen some of the videos where I had my little brother who's got Down syndrome would go with me. But then I moved uh, down to the beach, and it was an extra hour drive, and you know, just trying to get out from work was a little bit more difficult. And I, I kind of quit going. And and this, the the sad thing was, that I had a um, a bowl, a mixing bowl, because I'd make pancake breakfast at these events. And I, I had accidentally brought someone's bowl home with me, one of the guys there. And I would find the bowl in the in the cupboard and, and look at it and say, you know what, I'll, I'll take it back to him the next time I'm up there. Mm. He passed away this year. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, and so I, I couldn't, I couldn't bring the bowl back to him. Uh, yeah, and it dawned on me that you know you can't put this stuff off. You can't, you know, you, if you got friends, people you want to go see, visit, hang out with, uh, do it if you you know make the time because I don't know if you know, I've done a lot more events this year than I have in the last five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I'm still not going to be able to go to Flight Fest East. That's that's definitely not in the works. But now that you know, it's a little bit of off season. I get away from work a little easier. Um, I've done three events in the last month or so. 
you know, get out, go see the peoples and, and, and visit with them because you don't know how much time you got left. I mean, Crash Hancock is an example of that, you know. Here's a guy that we thought it was on the mend. He's coming back. He's getting better. And then next thing you know, he's passed. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you don't, you can't go back and, and get that time back. No, you, you can't. You're not going mm-hmm. to be sitting at home in bed and, and, you know, as an old man and thinking, geez, I'm sure I'm glad I, I worked those extra days at work, you know. Yeah. <laughs> But but you'll look back on on the events and say, man, I really had a good time with those guys. I, I I really I really missed the time I spent with those guys. So true. You want to look back and you want to be like, wow, what a life I've lived. All the all the great people I've met along the way. You know, like yeah. you said, you can't put the genie back in the bottle, as they as they say. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't mean skip out on work. You need that job. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure, oh, right. <laughs> I was going to do that time. tomorrow. And my wife's been really really understanding because I haven't spent any time with her, and and we had limited amount of time. You know, of course, while she was getting her schooling finished up. But we're going out together this weekend. It makes you feel better. I'm spending time with the wife this weekend. But um, but at the same time, don't 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 not go out and, and hang with the people that's important to you. Um, yeah. Don't get that time. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Do I have any stories? No, I don't. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I just I just wanted to give everybody an opportunity to tell a story or to talk about something they we don't get a chance to talk about because we're always talking about you know, a certain thing or whatever. You know what I mean? Oh, that kind sure. of thing. No, no, it's great. Uh, I do want to go back to a favorite podcast moment real quick. <laughs> okay. First of all, those are one of my favorite podcast moments is when I uh, go back to something. <laughs> and I know Fred loves that. <laughs> so you get a nice chuckle. We're almost this. done. We're right at the wrap-up. Why did you got to go back? <laughs> um, I just have to mention it. Uh, you know, so at this, at this uh, Club Funfly, we, you know, we had we had the uh, one of the co-founders of this podcast come out, uh, Jeff. Yeah, oh, yeah, and it was great because he still has that <laughs> FT racer and still has to be built. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's like three years or two years to make it now. Two years, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, easy. Uh, so. That's funny because I remember that. That I think mm-hmm. that was in the first episode. I think so. Yeah. I think so, yeah. One of the first ones for sure about the yeah, because the, we were talking about flight fest, because uh, that's kind of where we thought about doing this, right, and kind of started planning it. So, yeah, yeah, and he added for that event. <laughs> yep, it was good to see him though. He brought out his crack beaver. Mm-hmm. I know he flew that. Yep. What else did he fly? He had a, he had another plane, but there was an issue with it. Oh, the little Messerschmitt he had. Yeah, the Messerschmitt. Yeah. Well, I think he actually did. He fly that one. Yeah. Okay. About ten seconds. <laughs> Last of ten seconds, nice. Yeah. So no, but it was great to see uh Jeff out again. It's it's been a while, so it's it good to catch up with him. Yeah. Kerbal Kerbal. Um <laughs> I, I, I got one episode memory. Yeah. I, I wasn't in it, but I, I enjoyed listening to it. Was the um I think it was the New Year's one where you look back on what happened the previous year mm-hmm. and made predictions and and how many of them came true and how many didn't and then made predictions for the following year and yes we'll have to wait till new year's this year to and we're almost there you know another month and a half two months we'll be uh having that episode again but yeah i can't wait to see how many things that you guys have predicted last year just you know did or did not happen do we set resolutions this past year i think so yeah oh boy there was a few in there yeah yeah Huh. It's funny. Christmas used to be my favorite holiday. It still is. Uh, but New Year's is becoming a close second. <laughs> Only nice. because me and the wife hang out on a couch. We have a few drinks and that's it. And we just chill out and 
Mm-hmm. It's it's a good relaxing time. We just we just hang. Nice, nice. Another milestone moment I I got to say is, um, as podcasters, I guess <sighs> I don't know if I should label ourselves as that, but uh, <laughs> I, I guess you know as as folks as a couple guys that that do the do you know do the podcast right. One of the most memorable moments is the crossover episodes. The ones that we have with the FT Community Cast, which yeah. is awesome, and also with the RC Heli Hooligans podcast. Um, those are amazing. You know, I, I wish our podcast was around and had enough time to do a crossover with the RC Heli Nation podcast. I think that would have been awesome too. But I, yeah. you know, or even Crash Cast, or uh, yeah, I, I guess we could we can still try to do. Our, is the new one out? The Crash Cast turned into um, Angle of Attack. Angle, Angle of Attack. Attack yes, yeah. thank you. Are, are they still doing an ep- episodes? I, I just it's been I've kind of been falling behind on all my podcasts. So I don't know. I haven't seen anything recently, but they, they might prove me wrong with that one. Sure. Yeah, but yeah, I'd like to. I I, I kind of like that. I like those episodes where we kind of go with another show and just kind of run with it. It's great. Well, then we need to uh, yeah. get up with the guys over on the uh, RC After Hours now that they're. Yes. Thing. Yes. Yeah. Big time. Um, that's when I love to rope in. Yeah. That being said, I, I threw it out there to Andre tonight. Said, "Hey, listen, man. You know, do I need to clear my schedule for Sunday morning so that I can come on and help you guys with your recap of Flight Press South?" And he's like, "Nice. No, no, we don't need you." Yeah. Remember, there's the golden rule: you and I can't be on the show at the same time. Apparently, <laughs> he thought there was going to be something interesting happening since we were going to be at the same event together. But you know that didn't didn't pan out. No, but no, <laughs> I, I told him I was going to give him a hard time for for denying me did, um, something planned or something special planned. So you know, they besides didn't Andre, did the the rest of the after hours guys go or no? No, no, uh, Andre was the only one from the group that went. Mm. Well, how about from the community cast? Where there, I mean, obviously Joel. I mean, he was. Yeah, Joel was the only one there for that too. Okay. Unless, unless they snuck around me. Um, yeah. And like I said, I barely saw Joel. Saw him a couple times and didn't even really talk to him other than maybe a hello. Uh, not not for any reason other than just that's how it worked out. Sure. Yeah. I'm sure you know you were busy. He was busy. Just it's great. It's being busy is not a bad thing, but you know it does. It is nice to be able to take a moment and and catch up with folks. So, so. indeed, yeah. And now, now that you brought up uh, Walt Ned and the RC Heli Hooligans, man, and well, that's a milestone too. I, I think I know what you could say. In a, yeah, in a weird, humbling way, you know, they Walt has said a couple of times, you know, that he listened to our show and wanted to start a podcast, and I think that's awesome, man. I think everybody should give it a shot, you know, mm-hmm. if you're if that's something you, you know, you think is in up your down your alley, up your alley, uh, <laughs> up your, you know, something that you would want to try, you know? No, yeah, for sure. Uh, it, it definitely is very humbling to to hear that because, um, you know, for me, it was the same way I looked up to RC Heli Nation guys, you know, it's like, oh, man, yeah. you guys do such a great job. Like, this is awesome. I would love to do something like that, you know? So so that was kind of my big push when, when you mentioned Oh, you know, we should do a pod that you want to do a podcast. I was like, yes, <laughs> I'm with you. Let's do it. You know, it's no secret that we, yeah, we, we kind of pattern the show after that. Mm-hmm. They're, uh, they're podcasts in a certain way. And, and to see that, you know, um, another person, you know, kind of did the same thing with ours, which is just so humbling and so awesome. Um, and they, he does a great job with the show. 
Walt does yeah. an amazing, amazing job on the the on the, the music selection, or just every over, the overall everything. Just it's great, and and it's awesome that you know that we yep. we, we had a little bit of uh, influence on that. <laughs> so, yeah. but um, yeah, no, it's cool. So let's see. Uh, it looks like Fred wrote in. Uh, what would you like to be talking about in episode two hundred? Hmm. Episode 200, I feel like it's going to be like episode 100. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Just, so, just a lot, yeah. lot, lot older, a lot, lot you know. Kind of what I'm thinking along there with that, you know, what do you see us, you know, what changes do you, you predict? You know, kind of like I said, I like that one episode where we were predicting things. Um, what predictions do you see for us happening in the next, you know, 100 episodes? I'm not sure. It's, it's hard to say. Um Wow. My my thoughts, you know, like I know, they're like kind of like what the FT Community Cast does. They they do a lot of, uh, I guess, community based stuff live on the show. I wouldn't mind seeing some of that stuff. Um, you know, I know they do the chat room. They they also live stream it and stuff. I, I I'm not sure about live streaming per se, but something like a chat room or or call-ins might be pretty cool, you know, once in a while to do, or do a segment where we have someone, you know, maybe take a couple calls and questions or stuff. Because I kind of like that idea of, um, you know, people have questions, right? People might want to know about something about a helicopter or something about a plane or or a maneuver or something or just want to get on the show and chit-chat for a little bit, you know, something short format kind of deal, which I think would be pretty cool. That would be cool, but how would you do that if you weren't broadcasting live? How would you take calls? I, th- I thought it'd be kind of cool if we, um, you know, you know who we're going to have for guests. What if we announce it each week? You know mm-hmm. who it's going to be and have, you know, what questions would they have for that person? Kind of like the Ask Arnold. Yep, yep. Um, I thought about that. I think that's a good, great idea to, yeah. I mean, I was actually even going to, I even mentioned to Kevin a couple of days ago, but I kind of got lazy. But that, I was going to do the same thing for this show, this 100th episode. Like, you know, what was our listeners' favorite milestones and stuff? And I kind of kind of dropped the ball on that. I'll take I'll take that. <laughs> Sorry, man. But, like, but with the live show, without doing a live show, doing the record, it's not too difficult because we would just have to figure a way to, um, whether Skype or an, and some type of external dial-in app to have people be able to dial-in a number and queue up. Um, it gets a little bit crazier with the production work because you probably want someone to screen the calls to make sure we kind of get a heads up before that the caller gets on the air and stuff. But um, Baba Booey, Baba Booey. <laughs> no, but it's doable though. It's not, it's not you know it's not impossible. Other shows do it. We can do it for sure. Um, yeah, I remember from the the RC After Hours guys doing that mm-hmm. with David Vindestall early yep. on in their. That's uh, another person I gotta get on the show. We gotta get. Oh, dude, he'd be freaking amazing to have on the show. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, So yeah, uh, I would like to talk about how it was awesome to have David Vindisol on the show for episode two (laughs) hundred. There you go. Um, So now, but I would like to talk about how awesome my new flying field is. Episode two hundred down in Florida, and the the many times I've met Fred. And how much you hate life now, and and how hot it is, and how hot here. it is, and the bugs, and oh yeah, summer's and, gonna be brutal, man. Dude, it was thirty-five this morning when I woke up. I drove to New York, and it was probably forty-two. Mm-hmm. I parked and got out, and I could barely stand having the sweatshirt on. And people were bundled up like it was minus forty. They were, and I was like, "Are these people for real?" And then when I got to the office building where I was working, 
it was so hot. I was like, you, I could have been in shorts. And they were complaining about how cold it was. And I was like, oh, man, and I'm moving to Florida. I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle nah, it. I don't think you'll be able to handle it. It'll, it'll take you a year. You'll you'll acclimate. But basically, in the summertime, you just go from air-conditioned house to air-conditioned car, from air-conditioned car to air-conditioned store, work, whatever. And, yeah, you, you, you're, you're, you're very grateful to the inventor of air conditioning during the summer. <laughs> the good thing is I got my frozen margarita drink mixed down, so I think I'll be all right. All right, I'll, I'll the frozen here. margaritas aren't going to last more than five minutes, not even two minutes. <laughs> but the way I make them, they will last because I don't crush the ice that much. Well, come on up. So My spring is 68 <laughs> degrees. Just just drop yourself right in the water there and you'll feel nice. I will. Cool. See, is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we move on? I just want to give a big thanks to all our listeners, man. That everybody that we've met and even the guys we haven't met. Yes. I mean, we hear from people all over the world, and it's amazing. It's totally, yeah. It's a, it's seriously amazing. <laughs> it's just, it, it blows my mind, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we love talking about you guys, and we hope you like hearing it. And, and obviously, I guess you do. Yeah, yeah, de- definitely. We really have to give a big thanks to our listeners. Um, I think uh, without the feedback that we've received and stuff, you know, we probably... I don't know. I, I I mean, Kevin, would you say like, I don't know. I I know we'd still want to do this, but I feel like if we was if it was a lot of negative feedback, I think at a point we'd probably be like, ah, eh, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like I wouldn't stress so much about like, oh, we got to get a show going, you know, we got to do this, we got to do this, like all the prep work, all the time that we put in. I I do I, I partially feel like I do it, obviously, like not just for myself, but. Because I, you know, I don't want to disappoint our listeners. Like it's, you know, it kind of oh, drives absolutely. me. You know, yeah. I said that many times. You know, like my favorite shows growing up. You know, when I, I used to watch them, I'd look forward to watching them. I'd, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd almost like a nerd thing about me. If I'd plan out my week, like this was on Tuesday night. I can't wait to see the next episode of that. It's on Wednesday night, and you know, when something wasn't on because the president was talking or there was a world series or something. I was bummed out. So it's like, I want to make sure that I do everything possible to get that uh, podcast episode out Friday. You know, mm-hmm. people look forward to it now. And yeah, that was, that wasn't me. It's you, you don't, you don't look forward to it. No, I do. But when I was a listener, I didn't have to have it on a certain day because I wasn't going to listen to it right then. I was going to listen to it when I was doing my next drive or tour or something like that. And that's why you kind of were lost when I would ask you questions about an episode that was two weeks old. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I'm not saying that for nothing either. I mean, we've definitely heard from guys like Steve. Like, why did you post like your episode? Frank, <laughs> yeah, where's the Frank's episode? been like, "Where's my freaking?" And Chris Ryber, oh my god, All dude! If it's if it's five thirty on a Friday morning and that episode isn't out, he's like, "Where's my podcast? Damn it! I gotta <laughs> download it before I leave the house." <laughs> <laughs> I, I still I still have the text where it's like, uh, Steve, <laughs> wake up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I know guys look forward to it. And that's the way I was with RCHN, man. Yeah. So that's definitely why I put the time and effort in, man. Definitely. Let's move it on here. Let's see. News and announcements. News. And announcements. All right, Fred. Finally, after 100 episodes, you guys finally get that light up right now. Nice. Now, the the irony is, before I was part of the show, I would complete that in the car. (laughs) Nice. All right. So, 
uh, for my hundredth episode, a hundred times I've said it. Um, Horizon Hobby has <laughs> <laughs> now having three earned triple points in their featured products for their points club. Nice. And they only have one thing in their featured product, and that's um, an e-flight plane, a Leader 480 ARF ARF. Mm. But they are doing a, a Veterans Day sale coming up, looks like, and they're dropping the price on the Commander, which is that large kind of sport plane, rounded wings, and has flaps on it. It's like 180 bucks now. Cool. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Well, I have an announcement. Yeah. Just one quick announcement from uh, one of our listeners, Mark Ritchie, mm-hmm. who uh, commented. I think he was one of the first to comment and wish us a happy 100th episode. He commented on episode 99 with Staff Sergeant David Jones. He said another great episode. And he enjoys listening to Staff Sergeant David Jones. And in advance for next week, happy 100th episode. Uh, nice. You guys rock every week. Keep up the great work. Stay safe and free our skies. So thanks, Mark. That's our, our buddy Mark from... Down under, uh-huh. uh, he's in Australia and he does a lot of flying. I see his posts almost every weekend. He's out there with his with his buddies, man, and they're they're constantly flying. It's awesome. So I just wanted to make mention that in announcements. I probably could have left that for uh, Facebook comments, but no, that's cool. Uh, let's see here. Any other announcements? Fred's gonna be on the FT Community Cast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep, with Nick and Joel, right? Joel's going to be kind of as a guest on that, if I read that right. What? Yes, he's going to talk about his experience at Flight Fest South. It's as well, Nick and and I. Okay, so that should be a great episode. So definitely, guys, check that out. Yeah, make sure you uh, get on that live chat and say, "Oh my God, Fred's here!" I can't wait. He's so famous. <laughs> well, I, I don't know about that. I, I will say that. Uh, I've definitely picked up a few new Facebook friends thanks to this podcast and, and not just the ones that, you know, like your page and you never talk to them again. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, there's some folks that, you know, I've gotten to, to joke and chat and, and have a good time talking with thanks to this. Nice. Awesome. I mean, that's not news and announcements, but just throwing that out there. Sure. I can't, I can't wait to be in the chat for this week's episode, man. <laughs> he has a calendar meeting set up and everything i bet he's all ready to go nick is my favorite simpson so i can't wait <laughs> what, what time uh do, do they uh start this they do it like 8 or 8 30 right 8 or 8 30 p.m easter yeah, yeah all right uh, yeah nice all right so all our free forestry podcast listeners at the week of this episode be released go log on I need to, uh, we need to get on that. <laughs> that would be awesome. So do we want to move it on to what's next for you in a hobby? Sure. What's next for you, Steve? Steve? Okay, next for me. I didn't get a chance to work on the big end at all this week, uh, or last week, I should say. Um, because I was just kind of getting that scale heli, uh, ready to go. So now that the scale heli has kind of been made in, um, I do need to do some work on it, but, more of my time is going to go back to the Vigan, trying to get that ready for Maiden. I, part of me wants to kind of Maiden it before I paint it, but part of me says, ah, just kind of at least put like a base coat on there. Um, so that yeah. way it's not just white. So I might do that and try to get that yeah, ready for you? next week's flying session or just, I guess, the day after this podcast comes released or Saturday or Sunday. But get that going. 
Yeah, why don't you paint it and then paint one side, like paint underneath a different color just to try it out. Yeah, I was going to do something kind of like some type of design on the bottom, whether it's like either checkered or lightning bolts or something, just streaks or something, you know, um, on the bottom and then just paint the whole thing on the top orange, just kind of do one color up top. As long as I can tell the top to bottom, I'm not really worried about it. It's one of those models you just you fly. You know what I mean? Like it's not something where you can lose orientation well, yeah. when you're rolling, and that's the only thing. It's like you need to know your top and bottom. But besides your other that, one was completely black, so <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have too much problems with this one. Nope, nope. So, um, well, it was black, and I, and the only other thing I did is I did the nose. I did that oh, right, big right. orange, uh, <laughs> kind of like a it looked like a bird nose on it. Which I don't know what to do on this one because it's gonna be orange, so. I like I I like doing that. I like putting like a different color on the nose, but it's gonna be orange and blue. So what do I put on the nose? I can't do blue. Uh, blue's gonna be on the bottom. So I think I might have to um, pick another color like yellow or something, or I don't know, maybe red. I don't know this might be too close to orange though. But I'll, I'll figure that out. Uh, but I want to get that going. I want to get my oxy two. Uh, I'm sorry, my oxy three. Get the new servos I got. I still need to get a set of servos for my mini comet, so I'll probably figure out figure out that soon. Okay. Yeah, really, that's it. I don't know. Fly, push cool. myself, learn a new move, maybe. Cool. Cool. All right. What about you, Kevin? I want to start this damn nitro plane up and get it going, and get it to where I can at least like run it for more than three seconds. Uh mm-hmm. huh. The nitro helis should be ready, so hopefully I'll fly that nice. this weekend. Mm-hmm. I gotta rip my 380 apart because I want to take the Neo off of that. If I haven't done that already, I don't remember if I've had don't have done that. I gotta put it on the, the Oxy 285, and um, yeah. But I'm gonna primarily focus on being a planker this weekend. Yes, uh, nice, cool. <laughs> but was that my cue when he said planker? Was I supposed to say something? No. <laughs> no, he, he, you know, deep inside, Kevin wanted you to make a comment, and you, you let him down. Oh, you left me hanging, I- dude. High five, and you left me out mm-hmm. there. So what's next for you, Fred? <laughs> I was actually uh, looking at my calendar at the beginning of the episode, noticing that I really don't have a lot lined up. I've got a uh, swap meet, a local swap meet in about two weeks down here. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I love these freaking swap meets. A very peri light, I'm sure. But yeah, nothing. Oh, um, actually, yeah, that's right. I do have something this weekend. This Saturday, I have been invited over by a woman who wants to have me do a hey, no. nothing like that. Went to high school with her, friends with her and her husband. <laughs> um, but she wants to give her kids a demonstration about RC. Nice, yeah, cool. So they got a big field right there by the house, and I'll bring some drones and planes, and hopefully, uh, have something that you know they can test fly around. Maybe let them try out the Gremlin or something like that. Bring your helicopter. I can bring the helicopter. Dude, speaking of gremlins, I saw a picture that you posted. You have the same frame I have, the the split frame, and you put your motors on upside down. Yeah, and I end up using the standard-sized uh, aluminum uh, standoffs. Right. So it, it stands a little taller. Have you flown that? Oh, it flies awesome. Oh, okay. Now, Josh, he says the reason why he didn't go with it like that is every time I lay in the grass, you're stuck. You weren't getting it back up. Mm. Yeah, because the uh, yeah it was had the blades in the grass. Would it be worth putting like you know little like you know legs thirty millimeter legs? Yeah, yeah, just like a little. Uh, I'll look at it. You know? Well, don't you have the battery strapped under there? Yeah, that should keep it up off of there. 
True. Not enough because you know if it tips over and stuff, it, those are yeah, the first hitting. Scrapes. And the motors don't, don't have enough oomph to to push blades of grass out of the way and then take off. Okay. Now, if you uh, land someone that's a little bit more firm ground, then it's not as bad. Dirt parking lot or something like that. But yeah, nice. All right, cool. Um, the uh, guys I was flying with to do the drone race practice actually got their place turned into a official multi GP location for racing. So they're they're pretty excited about that. That's cool, man. Nice. And uh, one of the things I do when I go there, and I plan on doing more. Oh, oh, oh! I do, I do have something. So when I do go to an event that's RC related, um, I now have a little bit of uh, flight tests I can show off. I uh, stole one of their banner flags. <laughs> I saw a picture of that too. I think. Yeah, I, I posted a picture of a banner flag, but yeah, I, I, I wrapped it up and threw it in the car and took it home with me. So didn't know it was stolen. Yeah. Now, now. I can have that, you know, throw a little flight test up and, and let it flap in the breeze. I can put it out in the races and let it be one of the gate posts or, you know, set up next to my my uh, my easy up if I have, a, you know, display. Because that's what I did at the uh, the last race I went to is uh, these guys, when they're at the races, they're serious. They're, they're not wanting to talk to anybody or do anything. They're, they're there to focus on one of that race. So, you know, I, I'm trying to act like a buffer. You know, I got some of my stuff out helicopters drones airplanes whatever and i can fly it around or talk to people about it let them see i set up a i got a pretty good size flat screen tv i'll set up and hook Mm -hmm. it into my receiver so they can see you know different different uh pilots views and that's pretty cool that that works out well people like that uh so i'd like to do more of that i'd like to get out there and do a little bit more you know in-person community outreach awesome dude nice that's next for me in the hobby is trying to get that straightened out so a uh, couple of things before I want to talk about before the wrap up. Um, it's kind of cool. Um, the heli community, I, I want to just kind of do this little thing. So Chris Nutt put a post up on RC Heli Hangouts. Um, it seemed like, uh, you know, this guy, George, bought, um, paid another member uh, from on, on the group, you know, to buy his 516 Synergy. Okay. And um, never received it. Uh, you know, the guy, basically, he he sold, like, the pre-order spot, you know, so, like, it was supposed to come to him or whatever, all this stuff. I don't know what exactly happened, but basically, this guy, George, got the ass end of the deal. So, um, and this is crazy how the heli community is, is, you know, Chris is basically, you know, what can we do for him? And, you know, people donated money. They donate enough money to, you know, reimburse the guy, George, for a 516 kit. So that kit wow. is on its way to to George. Uh, you know, it's on order for him, which, I mean, that's just crazy. You know, you, like, <clears throat> someone gets, you know, they do a deal on Facebook or online and and they get played, whatever, you know. they The deal falls through, the guy's a scam or whatever. It, you know, I don't know what the case was, but... For the community to kind of group together and all chip in, so that way, you know, it's a big discouragement, right? Like, you know, you, you go and you buy a, a helicopter, and you're like, you can't wait. You, there's a new helicopter, and then you know, you find out like you got scammed, and you know, what are you gonna do? You can't really do much. You know, maybe you could put a, a PayPal claim, but yeah. So, but it was, it's great to hear that the community came together and and helped them out. I saw something related with uh, Staff Sergeant David Jones, too. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a, a few comments on the one I read 
uh, episode 99, you know, a couple guys were like, we need to get this guy a helicopter. So I would, wouldn't be surprised if, uh, in the future he has one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he ordered one, right? So remember in the episode he said oh, that he right. ordered he a 230 ordered one. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, David, if you need help setting that up or going through anything, let us know. Follow the instructions. Um, the spectrum instructions for a DX9 should be very similar to what you need set up. But if you have any questions, let us know. PM me or, you know, post on our Facebook page. We'll, we'll kind of, we'll go, you know, help you out. Maybe Frank meant he, we need to get him his next helicopter. I think so. But that's, that's kind of cool, right? Like even Frank was like, yeah, I was listening to the episode. And we'll, I guess we could go over that during the, the Facebook comments. But so let's, I guess, do the wrap up now. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Okay, Facebook likes. We are at 704. Woohoo. Wow. Broke to 700 mark. We are plus three this week. And thank you, Facebook, because I have five names. Go figure. Wow. <laughs> okay, cue the music. We have Guy McIntyre, Jason Campion, Rod Borget. Brianna Himes. And this one was kind of weird. I, I it just, um, Mohammed Hamid, but the weird part about it is, uh, his name on Facebook was in Arabic. So I couldn't, I didn't know what it was. But I just kind of stooped into his profile and he had an English pronounced version. So, so yeah. Nice. So, yeah. Thank you guys and girls. All right. Yeah. Facebook comments. Well, I kind of mentioned it earlier, our little Facebook comment that we had uh, the last episode we did. You know, Mark Ritchie, he, he wrote something really nice, wishing us a happy 100th episode. Uh, Frank said, great show. We need to give get Sergeant David Jones a heli. And Fred Provost posted, the guy's a happy planker. Leave us fixed swing guys alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that guy's a jerk. But Walt seemed to Walt Rager from the uh, RC Heli Hooligans seemed to like my comment. It's money wrapped in money. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Talking about the giant scale helicopter that you had. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. <laughs> Which it I was can't... good to have him on the, on the show. Uh-huh. Um, Staff Sergeant David Jones and uh, and talk to him. It was in, very interesting. Yes. To hear his story. Yeah. Definitely. Sorry, what were you gonna say? No, no, no it's, just, it's funny because it it is money wrapped in money, but it didn't cost me a lot of money. Yeah, you know, surprisingly, I really got I really got lucky with that deal. Yeah, you did. On another note, if anybody is looking for a deal on a TDR two, our friend Ricky Cricky is back at it again and wants to sell it. So ping me if you're interested. I think he wants something like I don't know twenty two hundred or something like that, which is ridiculously low for what he has in that thing. But uh, yeah, yeah, cool. Okay, um, we also had a comment from Jim Ardner um, asking if. We could share a link to the HeliFreak thread for orientation flight progression tasks. He's been a few weeks behind listening to the show. Shame on you, Jim. But somebody uh, by the name of Terry Robinette uh, was quick to post the link. So if you guys are looking for that um, flight school Mm -hmm. instructional tips and tricks video, it's on HeliFreak. Just follow the link from our Facebook page. So thanks, Terry. Thank you. Let's see. Website comments. Uh, website comments we should just change this to 
Javier has written us an email. Javier, Javier comments. comments. <laughs> yeah. He said he was uh, awaiting episode 100 also. He hoped we could get the whole gang together, but that didn't turn out that way. But that's okay. We still want to bring episode 100. He did appreciate the offer I gave him for, uh, you know, the 380. And believe me, the 380 is not going anywhere, Javier. So if you ever need anything, I'll give you a really good deal. Definitely. Um, but I understand money's tight. Um, 380? Or, uh, whatever he's running at. Yeah, my Goblin 380. Hey, he didn't, offer, he didn't offer to me. Do you want it? Oh, no. I, I mean, that's a helicopter, isn't it? I'll offer it to you. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe we'll talk. Okay. Uh, he said we're missing out on uh, Podbean. He said that uh, he liked his episode, uh, but I only mentioned George uh, that like that might be missing some likes on Podbean. I'll have to look into that, Javier. But thanks for the feedback. He also, you know, talked about a couple other things and said he's definitely available if we ever need somebody to come back on the show. So thanks, man. Yeah, definitely. People of Podbean. And speaking of Podbean. Yes. Frank Mordieos is at it again. He followed us again. <laughs> he unfollowed and unfollowed. <laughs> yeah. I see Totus Coil here now, like uh, episode 94, Scorpion Power Systems. I might not have read that before. I'm not sure kind of lost track with Podbean, but um, Gina Tucker, she liked episode 98, Listener Series Volume 2 with Shaggy Parker, BVGHJ, he liked episode 99, Listener Series with uh, Volume 3 with, with Staff Sergeant David Jones, Rodney Gullet, Drake's Dad 828, love that, started following us. <laughs> nice. Merck's SWE started following us, Frank again started following us, Raskam Daniel started following us. I'm never going to get these names right. And uh, <laughs> Reg Boom started following us. Sure don't need to cue the music for this one, too. Nah. R- okay. Raskam Daniel. I think I, he's going to be like, it's, it's it's R.A.S. McDaniel. So sorry. Sometimes, you know, I come up with something and it sticks, like Jericho Byrne. Jericho Byrne. <laughs> it stuck so much he had to change his name. Yeah. I don't know why he changed it. One day he'll tell us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But thanks, guys. Thanks for all the support. Nice. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. Uh, iTunes reviews. And for episode 100, we have an iTunes review. Woohoo! And it's not a long one, but we appreciate everything you guys can, can do for us, which, uh, is awesome. It's titled Great RC Podcast. It's by iScripter and he writes a very informative podcast that has a lot of good information. For all forms of RC flight with lots of interviews from different people in the hobby. Five stars. So thank you, Mr. or Mrs. IC Scripter or I, I Scripter. Awesome. That's great to hear. Thanks. Uh, thanks for everyone who dropped us an iTunes review. Thanks. Uh, all our listeners. It's, it's been a crazy 100 episodes. It really has. It's, it's been pretty quick too. I, I guess I don't know if it's because it's every week. So we're yeah. constantly at it. But I mean, you know, I kind of was going through our Podbeam uh, account and and just looking at the titles for every all the episodes and stuff we had. Like, I mean, it's, it's been pretty crazy. So, yeah, definitely. Thanks. Thanks, everyone, uh, for the support and, and listening to, you know, uh, us crazy guys, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just, I, it's one of my favorite. Way. Huh? M- one of my favorite iTunes review is by Funk and Wacky. And he says, my best friend Seymour Butts turned me on to this podcast. 
<laughs> I've been listening ever since. They talk about everything from multi-rotors to fixed-wing aircraft and have fun doing it. My only complaint is that Steve has somewhat of an erotic fixation <laughs> with a pilot named Carl Stacy. I need to know who that is. <laughs> he mentions his name so much that if you turn it into a drinking game, you'd have alcohol poisoning by the end of the show. <laughs> See, I don't, I never remember the end of that because I get to that erotic fixation part and I stop. Oh my God, dude. That is classic. Oh, man. Oh. And, uh, dude, I, I hope to actually repeat the year and just add to it, man. You know, the next, uh, cause we're coming up on, you know, the, the, um, the uh the ram show or the whatever they're calling it again they changed it to whatever they're calling it now the ama east yeah and that's where like you know everything kicks off i mean that's that's only a couple months away you know three months away in february and and uh geez that's where we ran into a lot of our our buddies you know yeah at the beginning of the year yeah so it's so it's awesome man I'm, i'm looking forward to another great great year me too okay Drop us an iTunes review or read the review on the next episode. Email us at freefallrc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. Check out our webpage, freefallrcpodcast.com. Say hi to Chris Reibert. Hi, Chris Reibert. Hey, Chris. I do want to mention Chris is uh, killing it with his area photography stuff, man. It's great to see his videos. It's awesome. And he just got this killer case for his two Mavics. Guy's gone. Mavic crazy here. Nice. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, flight test forums off the field, audio video production, other than flight test podcast, free forestry podcast, sitting next to our friends, the FT community cast. Hey, Patrick Joel Mike. Hey, Patrick Joel Mike. Hey, Patrick Joel Mike. Uh, hey, Mike Joel Pat. Uh, I, I switched it up one time, Fred. <laughs> and that's one too many. Um, <laughs> <laughs> rcheliHangouts.com forum under rchelihangouts main section podcast corner free for rc podcasts sitting next to our friends the rc heli hooligans podcast hey walt and ed all right okay so our hundredth episode yeah thanks everyone yeah free our skies and we'll see you next time see ya see Bye. ya Bloopers, 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 bloopers. There's no bloopers. I've been loving the bloopers, though. And I know our listeners love it, too. So you got to put some bloopers in. Do we have any? Oh, I got to do that. Um... That, was, that was cool. I mean, I, I, I didn't know. I don't know, dude. It's, it's really hard to express, like, our gratitude to to everybody without sounding like the guy from Enter the Dragon, you know. There's another reference that nobody's gonna get. No, oh, oh, was that was that my cue again? You have uh, our uh, gratitude. A uh, gratitude. Our gratitude. Uh, or, or the guy from Mortal Kombat. Treasure these moments. Treasure these moments. I eh, forget it. Yeah. Anyways, Kombat. it's it's uh, it's hard boy. to it's hard to be like you know. Is it, it's, is it I, and. Watch? It's it's kind of hard to not mention names because like I wanted to mention a shitload of names, but then I'm afraid I'm gonna leave somebody yeah, we'll out. You leave know? out, it's gonna feel offended, and yeah, oh. and then it's just gonna be our boring talking. Mm. <laughs> Fred, yes, are you still there? I was I snoring? Yeah, thought I, I thought you were snoring. You mm. eating banana bread? Oh, I wish.
Oh, that'd be so good right now. So how are those tomatoes and, and uh, shoelace sandwiches that you've been eating? Uh, Whatever it is you eat, the, the tomatoes packed with freaking rice bowls and, and uh, breadsticks. What, what, what were you eating? All the bizarre stuff my wife's been making. Yeah. It's, it's usually pretty good. Oh, it's good? All right. I'll tell you, the, the thing that you probably find strange is they do a uh, biscuit and tomato gravy. And that's good. Oh, my God. That's a, that's delicious. So, dude, I don't understand, though. How can you possibly need to lose weight? Aren't you a ranger? Don't you, like, walk 100 miles a day or something? No, it's summertime. Stuck inside doing paperwork and, and running the office. You know, as far as check-ins and stuff. Oh, oh okay. Because I got, like, a 35-pound tool bag that's on my back, and I'm marching through Manhattan. And I think I'm losing a few pounds here or there. Yeah, this time of year is I'm getting out doing doing uh, natural resource work and stuff. But in the summertime, no, I'm stuck inside the whole time. No, oh, jeez. And then when I get out of work, the last thing I want to do is you know go out in that heat. You keep talking about this heat, man. Like it's something that you'll I'm see. Gonna not enjoy. You'll see. I mean, it can't be that hot. Oh sure, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Dude, Steve's my first eating. time back here. You know, it's in the summertime. It's like you. You step out of the air conditioning, it's like hitting a wall. That was my first experience in Las Vegas. It was 117 degrees. And when I walked out of the hotel, I was like, la, la, la. And I walked out and the doors parted. And it was like I hit a wall of heat. Yes. It was like, holy shit balls, it's hot. And it was like to the point where if you were out on the corner waiting to cross at the traffic light, you were standing in the shade of the traffic light. And anything, it didn't matter what color it was painted, was red hot. If you leaned up against something in that heat, you were burning yourself. Yeah, yeah. What honestly, what blew my mind was when we got back to Jersey and we're driving home from the airport. It was seventy-seven degrees, and I said to my wife, "I said, do you realize seventy-seven degrees? I think is really hot, and I'm hot now. And it was forty degrees hotter where we just were." <laughs> That blew my mind. I couldn't imagine it being hotter than it was, and it was actually 40 degrees hotter. That was just insane, man. My mind blew a gasket at that point, and I needed to rush home and make a margarita. I yeah, can't man. do tequila, man. It just Patron. What? Dude, silver, 1800. Silver, 1800. I'm not making Jose Cuervo margaritas, dude. I don't need the hangover. We got to win that race. <laughs> <laughs> Can you um, edit that out? <laughs> Me singing? <laughs> you mean Elvis? Uh, that was the Elvis. Your Elvis impression. You definitely need to edit that out. You remember the? You remember that joke? Elvis couldn't say his lines, so they sang everything. He had to sing everything in, in all his movies. We all win. No, no, that's that one. Ugh. Even when I reference stuff that's current, nobody knows what I'm talking about. Wait, how is that current? <laughs> I mean, no, I'm, I'm going to explain because this weekend I, I mentioned uh, a, I had a Walking Dead reference. Yeah. And nobody got it. Nobody freaking got it. Which Walking Dead reference? That was when uh, who was somebody was flying a heli and, and Mike was out taking pictures and Mike was getting kind of close. And I said, hey, Mike, I hope you got your shitting pants on. And nobody got it. Yeah, not not getting that one. Ugh. I don't know why I do this freaking podcast anymore. That's it. I'm done. That's it. 100 episodes out. 100 episodes of Kevin is done. I'm going to start a new podcast. What, the Walking Dead podcast? 
No. <laughs> references, current and old references. I don't references know. I don't know what I'm going to call it. Get both modern and yeah. old. Yeah. Yes. Stump all your friends. Stump all, right. all your friends. How to derail a conversation 101. Yeah, that's the go. podcast I'm going to start. I told you I used to, uh, when I used to post stuff in the forums, I wanted to change my name to Threadkiller because it was always the last one to post and nobody ever commented after I posted something. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, how come nobody ever posts? Just... I felt so alone. <laughs> I guess because uh, you dropped a mic on now. All right. So I derailed this podcast enough. Mm-hmm. What's what's next? What's, what are we doing next? Where are we? Where are we? Where are <laughs> We're on our 100th episode. Ah. All right. 